Hey, Spencer, have you heard of Lisa Lampanelli? Oh, you're talking about the queen of mean, right? Yeah, but she's also become the queen of lean. Did you know that? She has a, a play called Stuffed, where she delivers brash, skinny insight from the fridge to your ears. No, oh, yeah, not, no. I don't think that's what happens in the play. <laughs> I've actually heard reviews for the New York Times that have said uh, Stuffed offers laughs, genuine pain, and even a bit of insight. So, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Why? Is that relevant to anything? Well, well, you know, yeah, Lisa Lampanelli, she's got a lot of street cred, and she's also got a new Feral Audio uh, podcast um, where she and her co-host, Mike Morse, uh, talk about health, food, body image, everything else to help you be the best you you can be. That's a that's a, that's a a real hairpin turn for the queen of mean. She's, she's stopped stomping on uh, political sensitivities uh, long enough to help you self-actualize and get, engage in some self-care. So what? She dishes out some tough love as she takes your questions about being fat? Fat, being skinny, being anything but right, and helps you grab a little self-acceptance. I mean, is that what we're talking about? Yeah, but there's other stuff too. Like if you if you want to get yelled at by uh, Lisa, you can email get stuffed at feralaudio.com, uh, and maybe she'll uh, she'll make you feel like a piece of shit on the, on the podcast, <laughs> or, or or maybe she'll make you feel better. I, you you don't know with Lisa Lampanelli, she's the queen. Of mean and lean, um, <laughs> give their give her hotline a ring three four seven four six four two six five four, and you might end up in the show that way too. But in either case, it's worth a listen. It's free. Like uh, I think it's very interesting that she that she's 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 like had some transformative n- nutritional experience that she and now is is, is doing insights because you know what's interesting about the idea of Lisa Lampanelli talking about body image and stuff is that we already know that she doesn't give a shit about what your feelings so and and what we probably need to do more of when we're talking about um, health issues and stuff is actually have some frank conversations we're a very fat country very diabetic country very diluted uh, v- vain. Um, uh, self-loathing, uh, shallow country. Like, like, what, what, what do we need to do to actually be healthy? I, I, I would trust uh, uh, the queen of mean turned queen of lean to, to, to tell me that. Yeah. So make sure you subscribe to uh, get stuffed. Get stuffed. Kick the craving. Subscribe to get stuffed on iTunes, Stitcher, FeralAudio.com/slash get stuffed, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Today's episode is brought to you by Last Rampage. The new true crime film starring Robert Patrick, Heather Graham, and Bruce Davison. And we had the pleasure of speaking to someone involved with the movie. My name is Robert Patrick. I play Gary Tyson. That's Gary Tyson with an I. In the film Last Rampage. Evil broke loose in 1978. Arizona State Penitentiary. You know, that was interesting. What, what, what it was like playing a real person as opposed to a, a fictional character. It, it was really trying to wrap your head around how this guy could do some of the things that he could do. That was the, the things that you were drawn on. Of course, I, I, there was no way you're going to try to do an impersonation of a guy, nor was I going to try to, you know, get as heavy as the guy. Uh, I didn't have enough time to really go that route. But I, I, you know, I found him really, really interested in trying to live up to the charisma that he had. I fell in love with the folklore of the story, like there, you know, the the whole idea that he was a guy that was raised uh, during the Great Depression. See that, from a historical point of view, those kind of stories resonate with me. That yearning for something better, trying to find it, have to steal to get it, 
How do you deal with that if you're a religious person? You know, how do you run underneath that? How do you justify it? He had a double life sentence that he began to push his wife and his kids to say, God, you know, I'm going to serve one term, and when I die, I'm going to serve another term in hell. Uh, I got to get out of this. And and the 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 link that he was willing to uh, uh, go to to get his kids to help him get through this and get him out of prison was it was fascinating to me. Don't miss Last Rampage, the true story of the prison break of Gary Tyson. In theaters and available on iTunes and all on-demand platforms today. For more information, visit truecrimelive.com or follow the movie on Twitter at Last Rampage Film or on facebook.com slash lastrampagefilm. Camera six, find Callie Kazoo right there. Wave to the camera right there. That's Callie Kazoo's music right there. Harmontown is now in session. Let's bring out our game master, Mr. Spencer Crittenden. Oh, yeah. And the mayor of Harmontown, Dan Harmon. That's very kind. Boy, we, Spencer and I almost didn't make it because uh, we're, we're starting at like 7.59. It's amazing. I, ma- I, made, I made one comment in the green room yesterday because we were starting to like load in at like 8, 8.15. And it was like, you know, that, that, ha- that always happens. Like it's things gradually slip. People show up later and blah, blah, blah. But, mm-hmm. And I made one comment about it. And somebody, somebody cracked the fucking whip. I think, <laughs> I think it, was, it was Dustin. I didn't Dusty want, trails. I didn't want it to happen. That, I didn't want the whip to crack. I wanted the, I wanted the whip to gently, like, <laughs> like, like a jump rope. I, was just, I, wanted it to go, I wanted it to go to 8.14 and then 8.13. Right. Because I was taking a shit. <laughs> now, I got a, now I got what the kids call a turtle head. <laughs> That's true. The kids don't call it that, and I do. And it's not, it's not true, also. I took a huge shit at home before I came here. Okay, so and a lot. speaking of positive changes, just for the asking, um, so w- last week we got our scoop, our ice scoop. But then you may have noticed, so Bobcat Goldthwait's up here, and he's talking about child molestation, and I'm using the ice scoop. It's like... <laughs> Like it's it's very awkward and it's it's like but I'll be damned if I'm gonna not drink like like so. Are those little ch- chicken feet? They, they look like little chicken feet. The ta- not only are these tongs, which is better than a scoop, but the one drawback that a tong would have under a scoop, uh, it would be the kind of the, the, the tongs you don't trust them. But even if just psychologically, the idea that these are chicken feet tongs, like I tested it backstage, and it's, it's like, it's amazing. I mean, you can blindly reach in and you'll come out with at least one cube, and it's not going anywhere. And it's quiet. It's child molestation conversation compatible to the year 2030. And we got that, so to give credit where credit is due, we just got that, you know, from Brandon... I don't know if he wants his whole name said. 
Sure. Brandon Lee Chillcoat. Chillcoat. <laughs> Hello, Brandon here. I enjoy Harmontown, and I've heard your plea for clean ice. Uh, I think he sent this before, before you know, yeah. it, it, it raced and lost the scoop. Um, but it beat the scoop. My girlfriend, Risa, and I hope to make it out to a show one day. You don't know her. She's in Niagara Falls. <laughs> so please take this as a token of appreciation for less dirty and gross beverages. You know I love it. Thank you, Brandon. What else, what, what, what else do we, if we could just ask, you know, let's positively visualize. Like, what do we, let's, let's clean this, this, our act up. Like, what do we want? You know, I, I got a very, a very civilized gift from a guy named Nick Gill who sent this from the UK. He's a, he's a playwright and author from London, I think London. And uh, he's written an adaptation of The Trial by Kafka. And the first character in it, Comptroller. <laughs> Did you know it's pronounced controller? controller. It's pronounced controller. Because we, we actually have one at Starburn Studios now. You, you do? Yeah, we have. A, it's, a, it's like a real word and a real kick thing. his ass, dude. Yeah, well. <laughs> is, uh, is it sexist? It might be a girl. Okay, so we got, it could be a girl. Girls can, girls can be controllers. <laughs> but I feel like they'd pronounce it right. Why would you say, why would you spell it comptroller? You're going to call it controller. It, it irritates me. I still have never looked it up. I don't know what the word means. All right, so. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, well, for, okay, we'll just speed, speed through the current events. Of course, a lot of people, for better or for worse, Jeff, get their news from this show. I think that's for better. I yeah. think it's a better. So, the Pokemon shootings were averted. Uh, there, was a, there, was a, there was a big Pokemon conference, and, the, yeah. and, there, and there were two guys. Now, the world now, champions. Stop, stop, stop me when I'm wrong if you know what I'm wrong about right. details. But that there were two two people who tweeted that they were gonna tweeted a threat. There like, were social media warnings about these gentlemen. Oh, social. Oh, people on social media were warning about them because maybe they were making creepy comments or something. Something along those lines. At any rate, these guys got stopped before going into the convention, and they uh, searched their car, and they had like fucking assault rifles and hundreds of rounds of ammunition. Yeah, there's a assault rifle and and a shotgun. So there. I mean, I, I, unless there's more to it, and you know, I had spent five five seconds reading about it, but it appears so they were going to go giant in massacre. They were going to they were going to blast up the Pokemon. Uh, yeah, the world championships, Jeff. And the and the, cre- <laughs> the scary thing about the the article isn't the photo of the weapons in question to me. This because they just look like pictures of weapons. The scary thing they are. to me is the photo of the whether it's this year's or not, but just the photo of what a Pokemon conference looks like. <laughs> no, and I don't. I'm not teasing. Po- I'm, I'm saying like it's a room. full it's 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 packed, you know, and it's just it's the world championships. <laughs> it's it's it it would it, it's it's so very so, so there's regional Pokemon things that you climb your way up to make. Well, it yeah, I, I mean you don't just start at the world championships. <laughs> there's regionals. You gotta be eight gym leaders. <laughs> that might actually be true. So I I, I, I've, I've never played Pokemon. Is it like a card kind of game? or? Is well, I mean, I didn't dig too deeply. There is a card game that I believe... Yeah, that's still popular. And there's, you know, the video game that people play against. I bought, I, I bought... There you go. I, I really? bought, Thanks. I, that's Steve Levy. I bought... Oh, is he here? He's in a research department, Steve. He the, loves uh, Pokemon. 
I bought I bought a Nintendo uh, thing, the DS uh, thing in New York, because I, and I wanted to get into Pokemon because it seems like because you got to catch them all. And yeah. I, from what I understand, and I, and that that appeals to my when I you know I like the hoarding and the you know like I thought if you improve them and trade them and have them fight each other, it's not, like from what I've heard about Pokemon for twenty five years. It sounds like a very unsafe thing to get into now. <laughs> well, yeah, now yeah, or it's or the most safe ever now for the time being. Yeah. But the scary thing about it was what a what a murder spree friendly environment. Like, I mean, I just yeah. I just yeah. What's that? It's cockfighting for children. Oh well, in, the, the, the game is cockfighting for children. Yes, but I had moved back to the much more severe topic of, of <laughs> those children getting shot in the face. Uh, so all right, so the Pokemon shootings were averted, which makes it okay to now now go back to police bashing because they really did their job uh, there. Obviously, law enforcement at work at the Pokemon conference. <laughs> Law enforcement a little less at work at, at LAX where Wiz Khalifa was uh, oh handcuffed and slammed he to the wasn't floor. Resisting. He wasn't resisting. Well, then why did they say? Why did they keep saying stop resisting? <laughs> why, why would police say that while kneeling on your back if you weren't? If they couldn't tell, like a chiropractor can, that you're, there's resistance going on. They can tell. Their knees are right on his shoulder blades. They know if there's resistance there. You got me there. Uh, <laughs> But th I mean, this guy's—I I, didn't—I was, I was like, "Who's Wiz Khalifa?" And I was all excited because listen to his name. It's like it's more than just a, a, a rapper. It's like, wow, I'm into a guy named Wiz Khalifa. <laughs> like, like he's super, super duper not white. Like, 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 like uh, he's covered in tattoos and he's and he and he and he's the. Do, were you were you watching that twin show with us on VH1? That 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 twin reality show thing. No. Anyways, the fat the, the two white fat twins. The the funniest thing was that they won by by because their song was "We Dem Boys." And that's that's Wiz Khalifa. I didn't yeah. I didn't connect those dots. We them boys and the uh, and the song from uh, Fast Furious or the when you put in your booty oh, yeah. and you all them put planes on your we face, flew and it's good to have seen you but I'll see you again. Yo yo yo. It seems like back in the day. It seems like back in the times and all the usual ways from from around and the it's one of those heartfelt kind of back in the day raps. <laughs> Where, where I mean, it, it doesn't have to be as good a rap. I was I, I was getting that vibe from that. Yeah. <laughs> I always wanted, I always wanted to do uh, that's it's like the quintessential one of those, but those come out every it like eight years. It started off kind of like a uh, Michael McDonald kind of kind of Doobie Doobie Brothers kind of thing. Yeah. Can you can you can you can you do one? Can you can you sing with your dulcet tones and then so that I can do a back in the day like rap? I, so what's 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 what what do I have to accomplish with my part of it? Uh, you have to do like the hook. You have to be like the you have to you have to do like a you have to say like I love your face and I love your chicken too whatever like 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 a kind of like like like, 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 like this is about love or is it about, yeah, about love, yeah. about love or about missing people okay. or I love your face and your chicken too give that chicken to me yeah yeah it seems like back in the day <laughs> Oh, the truck. Are we, are we, are the we recording this? Tell me we're recording this. Dustin, are we rolling? <laughs> Yo, it seems like just a r the other day used to be so many ways in a different way. Used to be in the past, but now this, things have changed so much in the usual way. <laughs> I, think we got, I, I, we, I think we got something good here. 
You know, you know, you know what it is, Jeff. Too many. Too. Oh, this. Okay, this. Okay, phones. Phones tripping out. Oh no, I activated that um, thing for blind people. The. Yeah, I was. Uh, how do you turn that? Your eyes are trip, so tri- big. Triple four. Triple finger. Triple finger. Triple finger. Double tap. To two in the pink or. What? It's one on the app and two in the crap. <laughs> now, now I'm just adding appointments. I'm adding appointments everywhere. Grandpa, I, have, I, have, I have nine chiropractor Grandpa, appointments. Grandpa, put it down. This is, seri- this is a serious problem. Zoom, zo- zoom out. Okay. Hit the home button. He got it. He oh, got okay. It. I, well, I eventually hit the screen so much that it went into some kind of, like, this, this isn't a chimp's cage mode. <laughs> And it brought up a menu that a chimp could understand. The, the, the top thing was like, zoom out, return to your banana. Uh, all right. So anyway, so Wiz, well, so Wiz Khalifa is my new hero because uh, he, he was at LAX and he wouldn't get off of his hoverboard. You, you rode one of those hoverboards. I've not. I, I'm, I'm, I'm always around them. We're at the drawing room after the show and we're drinking and it seems like a terrible idea to get on one of those drunk. I've seen some people wipe the fuck out on those. Oh, those you're talking about those mini Segway things. Yeah, those those uh what do you call those? Yeah, it's a Segway right. without a without a handle. Wiz Khalifa loves them. And he and he and he loves it so much he was riding around LAX with them and the cops were like, You gotta stop that and he's like, Why? No, I don't. And and, and they're like, Yeah, you do and he's like, What are you gonna arrest me for not doing what you say? Awesome. Good, 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 good question. That's not against the law. Fucking cops are. What, what are you a judge? Like, there's no. What's the law? Yeah, no hoverboard law. You can't, you can't go skateboarding around LA. Well, I don't they drive know. little trucks all around the fucking LA. Yeah, and if you ever been to a, another airport down like, the hallways, like, a, like international airports, like Japanese, uh, 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 like 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 businessmen, they ride fucking. They have like scooters. They inspector gadgets, roller skate shoes, and they have like crazy. Like their luggage turns into a fucking like like. Uh, uh, a uh, fucking wave runner, like they, they like, like, you're like, you're like, what the fuck? Is the, am I in trouble? Is that Al Qaeda? And they're like, no, that's a Japanese guy. He's been to, he's, he knows what he's doing. These are the passengers. This is not, this yeah, is not, passengers. What the fuck? Yeah, I want to do that. So why don't they? So, so here's here's the thing about airports. Here's the thing about the TSA. Here's the thing about our panic. Here's the thing about going into these places and the religion being don't don't do anything weird. Don't do anything wrong. I just want to say about that. Like, we keep falling back on this hot button of like, oh, it must be so hard, and it's, oh, there's so many things at stake. Meanwhile, as we all learned, for 10 years, we were worshiping at this altar and, you know, f- f- fine. Like, like, we were doing it for nothing because you could have had a gun in your hat, like, 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 and 95% of them would have gotten through. Like, like they, they, they tested it, and, and, and there's still... So, so forget about that for a second. Just observe the fact that, like, like, it's a checkpoint. It's a security checkpoint. You know what's a really bad idea for security checkpoints? Like disruptability. Do you know what? Do you know what all there is at that place is fucking ways that they tell you you can disrupt them. Like they're advertising about it. It's like, well, don't don't make a don't make the wrong comment. Don't make the wrong joke. Don't you motherfuckers have shit under control? Because if you do, I should be able to make a joke. Everyone should be able to. I should be able to run into an airport with seven prop like uh, d- d- dynamite vests on like a, one of those Michael Jackson Venice Beach things, and, and, and be like, six of me are terrorists," and, and they should be like, "Knock it off, sir. That's too big for the luggage." Uh, 
rack. I bought extra seats. I, it, it, it's like, but you know, in the end, if I, you know, if it's not, if the dogs don't bark or if I don't get a gray swab reading or whatever, have your draconian rules. I, but. I, I did something well, the last trip I took, I guess when we were going to uh, New York for Harmontown out there, um, I went into LAX and they said, um, sir, randomly, uh, can, we just, can you put your palm out? And they did like the, you know, the explosive residue test with a little, you know, little ravioli-looking little pieces of yeah. cloth. They do look like ravioli. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> why, why is that? I don't know. Why does ravioli have to look like, like, like have those little, little teeth around the edge? I think that's how edge. you kind of crimp them together. You close them up that way. Like you take a fork and you crimp it's them. It's also stylish. That's, that's the fastening system to keep a ravioli together, man. <laughs> but then I wonder why that little, that little swatch has to have a, Because patches have those, too. Yeah, well, Some that's like what well, like this. What are those uh, pinking shears? What's, what's the ones, the zigzaggy ones, right? That's so that's so that doesn't fray, you know, at the end. Maybe they don't want those to fray. I guess not. They probably don't. Please continue your story. Thank you, Dad. <laughs> hey, hey, this story's full of all, all kinds of Easter eggs we can explore if you want. And by the way, if you're not enjoying the show, this is all bonus content. This is usually when we start. <laughs> that was the cold open. <laughs> so, um. Instantly, air, 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 like the alarms go off. I love your face and your chicken too. So, um, it it kind of goes red alert. These two guys that were instantly like, one guy looks over, goes, "What's going on?" The guy gets like, "It's beeping." He's like, he's like, 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 this doesn't happen. And 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 I'm like, uh oh. And the other guy comes over and he's like, "What do you mean it's beeping?" He's like, the thing is, you beep. So I, he, I put it on his hand and it beeped. And he's like, okay, sir, I mean, you have to come with us. And Aww. so they walked me all the way around the line, like to the front of the line, took all my shit through security, put it on a belt. So I get, I go like front of the line. <laughs> well, that, okay, they're going to find out a secondary thing that I don't, that I didn't make a bomb today and uh, I'm going to get to go. Meanwhile, <laughs> guess how many fucking bombs can get through while that's happening? Yeah, loads. Anyways, so, footnote. <laughs> So they, they, I guess we're going to go. They open up every everything, all my stuff, and take everything out, and they wipe everything down with, an, with another little ravioli. I don't know how many raviolis they went through on this, <laughs> but you could have had a lovely Italian meal there. <laughs> uh, get a nice sauce. So, uh, so they, they, then they take me into the, the the sanctum sanctorum, this little this little private room. They go, we're, we're going to take you in this room, and we're going to have to give you a full search, a full oh. pat down. And I'm like, okay. And they go, but uh, there's, there's going to be two of us in the room. I'm like, okay, tell me why. And like, because, because it's so someone is watching to make sure that nothing, you know, is whatever. But they both really got in there, man. They, they were like, the guy's like, I'm going to be touching you, like, right on your, on your situation. And, like, he was, it was fucking romantic. <laughs> I'm like, you guys do work here, right? I, I was like, this, this is, it was so hard not to crack a joke in there. I'm just like, wow. Like, Which like, you can't do because that's how they get you. Yeah, exactly. So that's I, how Al Qaeda will slip up. No, they'll make a funny, funny joke. <laughs> like, 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 they'll, 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 they'll be like, oh, look. Knock, 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 who's there? Uh, kaboom, boom. Uh, it's like, wait, you're being awfully uh, chipper about this whole thing. Step over there. This isn't, we're not profiling, sir, except for just based on your wordplay. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. So I don't want to say he lingered on my dick, but it certainly it, it wasn't cursory. It was it was it was uh, it was thorough. 
So anyway, we got to third base, I think. And if you were if you were if you were told, and I don't think I don't think the guy was like hoverboarding uh, 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 through the X-ray machine uh, toward the cockpit. I think I think he was probably literally. I'm gonna guess if I know Wiz Khalifa, he was going to. Br- I'm, I'm pretty sure he was probably in ticketing. You know, he was probably hovering at the kiosk where you get yourself ch- ch- checked in. Yeah. And he was probably like, I love, I love to holla, I love to hover. Because he really, because the, the two things I really like about this guy, 27 years old, covered in tattoos. You, l- looking at him, he's, a, he's the old white man's worst nightmare. Uh, he, he, you definitely want him off your lawn before anybody else. But very, 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 very soft, turns out very, very soft spoken and very, like, like he's Henry David Thoreau. He's like, he, 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 he acted in total civil disobedience. He's just like, no, I don't want to get off my hoverboard. I don't understand what's what's happening. Am I being arrested or detained? And then you know, and they slam them to the floor, and they're just like, "Stop resisting!" That that weird voice they use. They sound like lizards. Stop resisting! Stop resisting! Stop. And he just keeps going. I'm not resisting, sir. I'm not resisting, sir. I mean, he's, like like he's probably done it a thousand times. And he and he was tweeting about the whole thing. And I'm going to guess like, what that was. A pet peeve of mine that they, police insist on calling everything a vehicle. Just say, just say car. Yeah. Get out of the vehicle, sir. Get out of the vehicle. Jeff, what you have to understand is that at this point in time that they have to speak longer so that they can take longer to figure out what it is that they're trying to say at this particular juncture. Yeah. So so, so they've they've figured out there's like what's styrofoam words. Like, like, because they they can't go, uh, 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 bad driving? Ticket here. It's like they, they, they probably they pound that into their heads for the entire six weeks you are trained to uh, to then walk into the public with a gun. Um, they, during that six weeks, they tell you uh, th- these people are animals, and the, and you have to uh, you have to hold a chair in front of you, but you, you're not allowed to hold a chair because of these fucking lawyers. Um, so your chair has to be your attitude. You know, you have to, because if you turn your fucking back on these fucking people, will just rip your skin off and wear it like a fucking hat. <laughs> you know, they're just waiting. They're just waiting. Oh, they'd love it if you didn't show up for work tomorrow. They would just, oh, they'd eat all the ice cream. <laughs> they'd be hoverboarding everywhere. They'd never stop hovering. And, 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 and among, the, among, the, among the many hilarious things that, 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 that Mr. Khalifa pointed out, uh, or I call him Wiz because I feel like we're friends, the, is that, is that the co- in two years, the cops are going to be riding these things all over. That's what the, this is going to be their new thing. There's going to be hover cops fucking like whizzing around. And, 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 and he said, and it'll probably be uh, one that I designed, um, which I th- that was weird. But then I thought, you know what? He's probably a stockholder of the fucking hoverboards. Now he's even more my hero. He's a fucking market. Marketing genius. Yeah. He probably oh, paid you the think cops. Was, see, now was it just a big? Was it just a big commercial stunt? That's if like, it was, it's the kind of commercial I approve of. <laughs> uh, but anyways, I like him. Let, let's let's invite him on the show. Well, I I, I, I tweeted at him, so usually that ends with people coming on the show, right? <laughs> I, 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 t- I tweeted at him. I saw your face in the news and your hoverboard problems. I didn't say blues Cause I didn't want to do it on the nose rhyme And I know this isn't you singing In that song from Fast and Furious But the next part Is probably you Yo, yo It seems like back in the day You were at LAX in the usual passenger way You tried to hoverboard your way Through the usual way But the cops and the dops And the hoppers and the hoppers And the lobadops Um 
And will you come on our show? You know, it's amazing. <clears throat> Those lyrics are as true today as the day they are written. <laughs> People be talking about so talk about how about going up. I, don't, I can't do it. Lots of things are happening in various ways. <laughs> All right, so they're, they're, they're panicking about... Uh, well, this is from our international correspondent, Irish Aaron McGathy. She's a, she was texting with her today. We only have like a little window because of the time difference. But, uh, so we try to pack a lot of communication in, but she's, <laughs> she's a, the, the Irish are actually a little bit concerned about Donald Trump. They, they, they think he's going to win, and, they're, and they're, they're, they're like asking her because she's the American ambassador. They're like, he's not going to win, is he? Yeah. I, I, so it's going to make people with red hair look bad all around the world. That's what they're scared of. <laughs> uh, and, I, and, I, and I told her, I said, I said, tell them that the media has been more globalized over the last couple of years, so everything seems to be happening sooner and more sincerely. But this is, this is, this is usual year from the election pre-circus. I mean, we're, we're lo we lucked out with this guy. He's fucking amazing. Like, like, but the, 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 you know, if you, if you step back and look at it as the Republicans and Democrats functioning as one organization, which they literally do, and that does not mean that healthcare and all the issues that they break down microcosmically are not, are not important to human beings. I'm just saying, like, these guys literally are a single call it a corporation, they, they, they run the debates, they run the election, they, an argument could be made that they, they, they completely marginalize the, the entire spectrum of political thought around the planet because everybody has followed suit with this weird duopoly dichotomy of, of, of elephants and donkeys. I just call them uh, bananas and, 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 and cantaloupes in <laughs> Bavaria. I don't know what the, like, like oh, these, oh, the, the, oh, the pudding party, there they go again. And it's like, I think you learned this from us, this, this Coke Pepsi like, like thing that evolved if your empire is perfectly comfortable and it just it just turns into this kind of like just standard uh, kind of like 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 well you know we don't really want to change anything but w here's our two moods you know we kind of we want everybody to be happy but I'm not going to do anything about it uh, and so let's run those two thoughts against each other and and we kind of and and the good news about that is. It's Trump proof. Like, like he's not going to get elected. Like, like these people, they wouldn't let, uh, they wouldn't let a third party like, like come near the possibility. But before that happens, like Seattle will explode, like, like, like when Trump's in it, and the people will be like, I don't know, it was a weird, uh, it was a coffee explosion. Uh, it's part of global warming, and the city blew up, and so Trump's dead. Uh, I mean, that, that, they don't have to do that. Though. I think it, it's, it's going to have to get pretty sloppy before this is all done and but that's why they're giving them a year yeah like that's what it's all about this is a ritualistic murder of a guy who's an unauthorized i think it's sad that he functions as uh that he registers as anything all this guy is is a friend of your dad's like he's not even <laughs> like 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 bernie sanders should be the one that's like 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 raising a stink and he is but he's like he's raising it in a boring way but it's like but people are so into and and and, 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 and yeah his hair is very interesting and he <laughs> and he does say things like on the view, uh, when he was taught, this is a, this is an old quote, but now people are like, people are so concerned that Donald Trump is going to win that they're really coming at him, like like in a in a kind of like he's the antichrist, like 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 as if he hasn't been, as Spencer said today at dinner, uh, 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 I feel like Donald Trump's been running for president for thirty years, <laughs> like he's, yeah. and it's just now getting traction. I mean, he has though, right? And so that's all he's ever been doing is going like, I'll tell you what I would do, and I'll tell you why I'll do it. I would put me in charge, and here's why: my air conditioning works. Oh, glory, glory, glory. Yeah. <laughs> 
and then, and, then, and now all of a sudden it's just it's just this, this particularly boring election and like who cares? But anyways, the the what I forgot what I was gonna say. The view. Oh, he said on the View like a couple of years ago. Aaron sent me this quote. He said because <laughs> he was t- they were asking him about his daughter Ivanka being in Playboy or w- whether she would be in Playboy, and he said, "I don't think." Now, quotes suck. Like you quoted, you're quoted out of context. I'm sure he was very charming and self-effacing about this. <laughs> <laughs> but the but the quote the fact of the matter is what he said was, and I don't is, I don't think my daughter Ivanka. I don't think I don't think she would do that in reference to her posing for Playboy. Although she does have a very nice figure, I've said if Ivanka weren't my daughter, perhaps I'd be dating her. Whoa! Whoa! Just to just to split this hair. Now I know you. The weird thing about this is like. what is it? Like, like, I immediately what if that re- reaction like in a, in, a, in, a, in a cartoon we would look down the whole audience would have Trump hair all of a sudden. <laughs> I'll tell you the two parts of that joke that are that are that are fun to analyze. It's because because I, I can like picture the, myself. I, I like the gross incest and pedophile part. <laughs> I can picture myself putting my foot in that same mouth. Like if I had a daughter and someone brought that up to me, like in tra- but 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 the, th- the the things are the word figure. Is weird because it evokes actual her actual physical tissue. Like, like it's not like saying she's pretty or she, you know, anything yeah, he's like that. Like, 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 yeah, it's just like, like like she has a nice figure. Like 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 her boobs look good. Like 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 and her her ass looks like something you would want to touch. Um, is 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 in that word figure. And then and then the real the real murderer is uh, I've said like he's quoting himself. He's not he's not putting his foot in his mouth. Yeah, he's taking his foot out of his mouth and going, you know what I. I always say a, a daughter fuck a day keeps the doctor alive and, and you know what you're gonna read me misquoted on that in previous things and I'm setting the record straight yeah. I got a hot daughter and uh, she's got, good to go I got bumper stickers I got, I've got posters bumper stickers I've been very very candid about this I said I want to be so people think I didn't say this because it's not because it's not newsworthy well I'm telling you my daughter's hot I've said it also, here's a, uh, the extra little like like cherry and, and, and peanut sprinkle on top of that gross Sunday is the idea that okay, let's say you weren't she weren't your daughter, and uh, but the presumption being that this hot woman would date you, like, like well we'd be dating, it'd be in the bag. Well, this is you where I'll split the asshole. semantic hair. If, yeah. if, if, if Donald Trump were 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 a guest on the show, hope hope hope. Um, <laughs> Or 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 like ah, or, so or, or or if anybody that was that chose to t- take that side for whatever reason, I, I, in other words, to be the devil's advocate, like, but it's not. There's not another side to the issue, but there is just the mitigating factor that I realized when I was reading more about that quote because I thought it might just be a fabricated quote that somebody just made up because it's kind of believable that he would say that, but then like it's also unbelievable to say. Anyways, he, he's he said it on the view, and it's like 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 and you read the larger context, and you're kind of like, all right, the the he's he's. In his mind, his bit is that he's often lampooned for dating young women. That, that uh, it's like uh, you know me, old young fucker. <laughs> it's funny because all the fucking I do with young women, it's to the point where the young women I make by fucking, I'd fuck them. <laughs> Like I know, a, I know. Dean Martin drinks, and I, I do that. <laughs> ah! like, like, like he, in his mind, he's like, "That's my gimmick," and you're, I'm giving myself the raz. Like, 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 
Uh, because he's talking to the yeah. view women. Like, 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 he's like, I know, ladies. Before you even talk, before you even, before you even start lampooning me for the for the, my weaknesses, allow me to pierce myself to my own Achilles' heel. I do fuck a lot of young women. My daughter is very beautiful, so the dot is easy to connect there. That if she weren't my daughter, she'd probably be one of the women I fucked <laughs> because of, because of my flaws. <laughs> All right. Well, it's good to give equal time to Donald Trump. He hasn't been so, in, the, yeah. in the media a lot, so uh, that's the beauty about podcasting is you get to you get to hear things that you wouldn't hear uh, 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 other places. Um, all right. There's the raccoon is back eating my dog food, but I think I've dealt with that by closing the same uh, raccoon. You think? Oh, I don't know about that. I think they multiply. I, you know, I, don't, I, yeah. I mean, you, I, you just know recognizable features on this raccoon, like a, no, got oh yeah, like a bandit mask and opposable thumbs. And no, 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 no. I, I, I literally haven't seen it, but I've seen its paw prints in the water around the spilled water dish. Where like Harvey has to like hold vigil, and like he goes and barks at it, and then I see the paw prints. So then I started closing the doggy door after a certain time. If I close it too early, Nigel will piss on the floor. Harvey just got me right on the shoe the other day. He rolled. He, 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 I came in the door. He rolled over on his back. And I sort of petting his belly, and there's a little rainbow of pee right on my shoe. <laughs> that I'm hoping is his steroid medication uh, for his ear infection, which maybe was still weakening his bladder or something. Oh, I hope. I hope he's not. I hope it's not. And I don't even want to. I don't want to say what I hope it's not because then, it, uh, if Aaron's listening, because she's. I hope it's not. I hope it's not. I hope it's not like anxiety from Aaron being gone. Oh. Oh. That could be. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's the it, Occam's razor be, be, because uh, that's how I react to her being gone. Yeah, I was. Janice so, pissed on my shoes so many times. I basically just lay in my bed and I piss on my own stomach because I'm like, well, who was I not doing this for? She's she's a, she's she's in a different time zone. Like not only is she in a different country, but her time is different. She's looking at a sun when I'm looking at a moon. I can pee on myself. <laughs> Finally. Are you uh, getting a lot of game uh, video game play in while she's away? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Satisfying? You're enjoying it? Yeah, very much. Far Cry Four, much? Yeah. Sure, sure. <laughs> but I actually like Far Cry 4 is so kind of potentially addictive that I've actually been playing Grand Theft Auto 5 for some reason like I I, I don't know I think I I don't know what it is I just follow my cravings but uh, I've been playing Grand Theft Auto 5 um, lately I kept that sweatshirt on for too long and I told you guys last week it's the he, I'm hotter up here I'm not fatter <laughs> or if I am fatter it's not it's healthy fat it's not coming out of me in the form of liquid if I was sitting where you were sitting, I would look like James Bond. Uh, Yvonne Craig, we, we lost Yvonne Craig, uh, TV's Batgirl from the Adam oh, West right. series. Wow. What do you say about that, you know? Um, nothing funny. No. And also nothing particularly sincere because the true sincere way in which she's a part of my life is the awakening of my sexuality. And it seems, it seems offensive to, to do that over someone's grave. It's like, oh, thanks for giving me my first boner. Start to throw a little dirt. Feels wrong to do that. Yeah, but you're, you you can be honest with yourself about that, you know. I mean, she wasn't. I think you know what it is. Don't address don't address her as if you're like 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 just say, uh, it's sad when people die. We miss you, stranger, who we never knew personally. Uh, speaking of which, 
her image on the TV screen when I was, uh, you know, six or whatever. Yeah. It's like it was the first like dopamine spike in my head. The, the you can say this for the view, man. <laughs> I've, of, I've often said I hope that Aaron and I uh, have a beautiful redhead daughter uh, that that'll dress like Batgirl. <laughs> because knowing me, <laughs> no, I'm making fun of myself. I'll fuck her. No, I'm making fun of myself. I'm always fucking redheads. What? My daughter was a redhead. <laughs> it's called self-deprecation, guys. <laughs> That's his idea of a joke, making fun of himself. He's not too smart. Uh, I mean, when he says he's often said it, does that include to her over breakfast? <laughs> And is it, is it, is it therefore any wonder that she's not a violinist, you know, that she's just... Everybody be perfectly still. We have a mythical creature in, in the room. It's, it's, it's the ghost of L.A. Philharmonic stereotypes. so cute. I feel, I, I feel that, like that, that person... Was that a man or a woman that made that laugh? That was you? That was... Are you a violinist or are you just confused by my logic? I'm a pianist. Oh, okay. Interesting. Uh, is it your face? I mean, I, I'm, to, to his credit, his face is kind of bright red right now. Like, like, like it's very charming. Uh, he did, that was a sincere sound. He didn't mean to take the spotlight. I was saying, well, I'll tell you now, since you, since you put yourself out there, I will, I will put myself out there. I guess in the, in the moment when I was riffing was, and maybe there, if we pick this apart, we'll probably find out, so find out that I'm sexist somehow. But uh, I was saying, like, if, he's, if you're eating breakfast with a guy that talks like that, to you, because isn't she like a a, a, a model? I don't know the first thing. About I thought she was also like a business person. All right, yeah, fine, fine. Yeah. See, I'm sexist. <laughs> I thought she was a model. That's the end of that story. I thought she was a model. Wait, how did, how did, I didn't think I was me. I didn't think it was possible for her to be anything what, else. What? Well, I don't get the uh, the philharmonic stereotype joke. What is that? I would. I well. I that that's not gonna. That's not gonna. Uh, love uh, reactions. Hold up if you pick it apart. Oh, okay, I, I just. I, I, I thought you were connecting. Okay, my joke. My, jo my joke was, but it wouldn't make sense that it was the ghost of LA Philharmonic stereotypes. My joke was that that that, that was an entity in the crowd that was tired of violinists being stereotyped. You understand what I'm saying? Oh yeah. Okay. But the ghost of stereotype doesn't make any sense. So you caught me again. No, no, I was. I just thought I was missing something out. You know, maybe, maybe it, maybe, it, maybe it shouldn't be a free podcast. <laughs> what if uh, what if we made it free but if you wanted to listen to uh, episodes older than a year you had to pay five bucks a month yeah Dustin high five yeah we're not no we're not gonna have any cross label shit talk tonight because if our special guest is is our special guest here is he here oh cool great uh, our special guest has an earwolf podcast so now now you've done it it's 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 what, not anymore. No. Wait, uh, what? It's not on your now. Oh, now okay. who's being uh, the br brash? That's not the word. Kazing. Yeah. <laughs> Ham fisted. That's the word I was looking for. Is he for. just wandering now? Is he a free agent? 
Okay, because we'll we'll we'll, 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 we'll we'll poach his ass. We'll scoop him up. Uh, that's that's easy for us to now, do. Now, uh, uh, pianist guy. What's your name? Martin Lewis. Martin Lewis and. Martin the- B- B- Barton. Barton Lewis. Uh, and the guy next to you, your name, what's your name? Julia. You, you seem to know a lot about this. Do you work with, uh, with Horatio? Yeah, I'm one of his actors. I think they're part of his team. They're how we were able to connect. Oh, great. Well, welcome to the show. Thanks for, yeah. thanks for getting them for us. Well, let's, well, 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 let, let's bring so them I, up. I totally, so. I totally blew the, the reveal on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It could so, be any Horatio. We don't know which, which Horatio I'm talking about. Right. So, well, I didn't hear you say Horatio, yeah. but now, fuck, Jesus. Like... <laughs> Uh, yeah, maybe may, Horatio may, Cummings, everybody. <laughs> maybe it's maybe it's a hornblower. Horatio hornblower. Maybe maybe it's a fifth Ninja Turtle. Um, <laughs> we, it, it's more important to introduce the kind of like, like I think one of the things that we're going to be talking to him about. I hope. I, I hope. At least once on this show, and then I know on Doug Loves Movies. Uh, I have I, we've talked about uh, uh, our fascination with this movie Boat Trip, uh, <laughs> and, and and it was uh, I mean it's it's it, you know I was looking at the Wikipedia entry and looking at the you know you click that reception header and it comes down and then it's like like it is a it is a kind of historically critically panned movie it takes its place uh, up there um, but it's. Uh, it's it it's it's we've we've just been it's it's one of those movies that's so it's 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 fascinating and confusing in, in, in a lot of parts and so we have talked about it if it was and uh, and I and I say that without fear of being petty because I don't he didn't write it or direct it or anything I now I feel like the writer or director is going to kill himself but I, <laughs> they, they probably I, the, the bottom line is movies are flukes and God only knows what happens but 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 he heard me talking about it or someone heard me talking about it on Douglas movies somebody got in touch with somebody Demorge Brown was involved somehow something <laughs> happened and they were like he should come on the show and I I think he was game either that or he's just the nicest guy in the world and was just like why why is everyone telling me to come here and 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 then now it's mean but i think he was involved too and was like yeah i want to come and talk about it anyways uh at any rate it'll be interesting to talk to him about anything because he's been a part of the comedic wallpaper for 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 a, over a decade like yeah. like like he's he's a founding member of uh of you know is a founding member of the, the 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 right word like he was down there in the trenches when upright citizens brigade was just a actual down downright non-citizen brigade um <laughs> Uh, and, and he was on SNL for years and years and years and years, and uh, then he was in uh, b- b- Boat Trip. And, <laughs> um, and, 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 and all kinds of other stuff, but let's bring him out and get to know him. Horatio Sands is here. <laughs> sit there. Sorry about my, my horrible introduction, and sorry in advance for my bad interviewing. Well, no, I'm glad you explained everybody what was happening. Uh, <laughs> I, are you being sarcastic? Because I, 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 did, I did want them to know. No, no, I'm not. I really, I'm glad that you did, actually. Yeah. Are you, but, but I'm not even sure, like, I, what, what, can, you, can you catch us up on your part? Because I haven't, I haven't oh. s- talked to you about this until now, I didn't see you in the green room, for instance. So I don't know. Were you ambushed, or were, or did somebody urge you to do this, or did you? Were you listening to Doug Loves Movies? What was the? No, someone uh, heard it, and then uh, he's he's actually working on the podcast I'm working on. So he's like, you should you should listen to it, and then you should go on it. 
Uh, and then I, we, I listened to it, and now I'm here. <laughs> All right. Forgive me, Hooray Show. What's, what's, what is the name of your podcast? The Hooray Show. Ah. Oh, I nice. just got that. Real nice. <laughs> yeah. I really did. A lot of people just get it. That's why it's hard to find. But uh, it is the word hooray and then show. And then at the end, you know, you go, oh, I get it. Hooray. Wait, now I just got the show part. Yeah, a lot of levels. I'm working the, on a lot of I levels. Thought the ho- I thought the ho- hooray was enough. Oh, yeah? <laughs> and then I, the, the last part is show. No, it's like a... Making your whole name. Yeah. <laughs> You should do a podcast. I do. I do. Um, and it's not on Earwolf, as we were reminded right. by another associate of mine, Julia. <laughs> um, but, you, you know, you can... Uh, I, I, I don't know if uh, uh, I'll get yelled at this, but make them a Feral Audio podcast. Okay, good. There we go. <laughs> Thank you. Welcome to the Feral Audio Network. It's, uh, we have... We have uh, oh, are a, we just absorbing him right now? We have, a, we have a potluck every Thursday that's a little high maintenance, but... Like, <laughs> Only if, you're, only if your downloads are below a certain number are you actually expected to bring like potluck stuff like I, I just show up and eat yeah. fucking shit Duncan Trussell makes I'm like what's this um so, uh, okay, so I don't, I mean there's a million things we could talk about well, we, we should really talk about uh, Boat trip. Boat trip, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel like, I feel like once we get there, it's going to be weird to segue out of it. So, so I just... No, no, to... it'll be fascinating. You'll love it. Uh, I just do want to say one thing. I am here because they're releasing it on uh, Criterion Collection. <laughs> uh, sweet. A lot of cool audio commentary with me in Cuba. <laughs> we have the ex-wife of Roger Moore, who's going to provide some commentary, so it's all good. Um, the one other thing, because, because I'm going to forget it if we start talking about boat trips, so I just want to say the other piece of trivia is that you literally stole, took, you didn't steal because it didn't belong to me. You took, you were, you. T- it was down to me and you for the role of the Manny on In the Motherhood. Yes. And At ABC. And you won. <laughs> I, won, I, won the, I won the larger war. Yeah. Uh, yeah how, many, how many episodes did it run? But it was. It ran seven. It was. It was like I somehow made it through this weird gauntlet of people that 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 must have been. Actually, I remember Besser was was in some of the early auditions and callbacks and stuff. Uh, and I and then I I was like, wait, what? They're. I think I might. I think I might be like in the running, and they just brought you in at the last minute. And then I was like, "Oh God, they hate me. I'm fucked." Because because they, they were like, "Oh, just br-, they like they they thought of you and found you and brought you in." And it was obviously like you had gotten the part because other before that I was slipping through the cracks undetected, <laughs> and then I saw you and I was like, "Oh boy." <laughs> they, fa- they, fa- well, they found a professional actor. I re- oh. <laughs> no, I remember. I remember that uh, that time. I heard you were a, a great guy and. Um, and uh, but I do remember that uh, I felt that you were a little nervous. Oh yeah. So I kind of was like, okay, because I I didn't know who you were, but when you ever whenever you get into those situations, um, you're either the type of guy who thinks you can twist the other guy around, right? Or you're the guy who's just like, ah, no, no games, Let's, you know. And so 
I thought we actually were very pleasant to each other. Oh yeah, sure. Because I well, and, and not that I was like cool under fire, but I definitely was not going to be at the level where I'm like thinking of how I can psych Horatio Sands out <laughs> of the part. I was, I, I was just like, yeah, I was just, yeah, plain, plain and simple nervous, and I really was like, I, I, I be, because I was like, you know what, he's right for this part. He's been on SNL. I'm done. Like I, I really thought I was going to like coast in under the radar because I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm not fishing for anything. I'm not, I'm not from that world. I'm not an actor, and I can't, I can't, I can't believe. That that world, that being an actor in particular, which is one of the thousand things we could just talk about, nothing else. This idea that you're in charge of everything, but you control nothing. Like you, it's, it, how do you deal with helplessness and the ego crushing? Like, do you um, keep a penny in your pocket and just press it into your palm? Or, <laughs> uh, luckily, I do a lot of improv, so I get to kind of um, write my own stuff uh, through through improv. Uh, so that kind of keeps you from going a little crazy. But um, now, now I'm at a time where I don't have to take stuff if I don't really like it. So um, I do I do well enough not to have to be homeless. You're de- you're you're definitely, and this is where we could get, maybe I'll be prying or whatever. But but what I've heard, kind of the legend of you, you're 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 actually born in in, in Chile, but you're 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 from Chicago in all the ways that matter, including the fact that you were like a. You were a party guy, like you could. You had a wooden leg, or what do they call it, hollow leg? That you, 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 you could, you could, you could knock back the the sauce, like yeah, were, yeah. I was really good, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and 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 the, and then you and then you just and then you quit, and the, and it's not a fluke. You 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 lost a hundred pounds, and like you you've credited it to to changing that about your lifestyle and all that stuff. And like you look like you're 25 now, and like and it's been that way for a long time, so. I don't have to worry about me pointing that out, like knocking you off the wax or anything. <laughs> no, no, no. I, yeah, it, it is that. It is. Uh, it was that, and it's different um, to to go around and be uh, different looking. But it's it's kind of great because I think I would be dead if I didn't do it. When did you stop drinking? Uh, like ten years ago, I think. Yeah, because I, mean, I think I've, I've been out. Like, we used to drink a lot. Yeah, yeah. we used to, like rust, rustic in days. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> used to carry a case. I uh, did. I meant the executor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He had, he had a case with, with shot glasses and absinthe. <laughs> There's this cool, like, 1950s, 60s, like, Mad Men kind of things. That, yeah. And you open it up, and they're velvet lined, and there's little tumblers and ice spoons and whatnot, and they're really groovy. Really cool. Yeah. It's a level of... It, it, it's called the Dipsomaniac's Delight. <laughs> that, that's, that's, that's one of the old ads for the executive. What is a di- Dipsomaniac? Was that a 50s word for alcoholic? Or what I, was I, the, I guess so, yeah. Is it, is it, is it a, a drinker, yeah. Yeah, like a heavy drinker. A compotator. Um, <laughs> are, you, are, you, are, you, are you truly, truly like cold turkey sober, or did you just go like, okay, this isn't going to be my lifestyle anymore? Is, there, is it possible? I, I, I went cold turkey, and then I went to AA meetings for a while, and, uh, and they were kind of... Fascinating because the characters were just uh, insane. Uh, really, and I kind of almost got addicted to going just to see the people tell their stories. Because, you know, they're always just like, and then uh, when I was blowing that cop, I was like, enough's enough. You know, and I really had to take account of what I was up to. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking guy, yeah. And then there's this guy, this guy who, who talked like this, you know, and I'm like, I'm not gonna say anything about it, you know. I just like, you know, I did it this girl. I'm not gonna, yeah. Hey, you know what? I don't. I, she, I hit her once. Okay, okay, I get that. And then there's just like this fucking alcoholic is in there just talking about beating up ladies, and everybody's like, come on now. <laughs> it's beyond being an alcoholic. He's just a fucking maniac. <laughs> uh, 
All right, so. Boat trip. Boat trip. <laughs> Let's go back. Because I want to get lost in this. All right. <laughs> so let me just say right now uh, who wrote the film. I, sometimes when I talk about this movie, th- there is a little pride in it, and then there also is a lot of shame. Uh, and one thing I feel too right now is like I start giving people's names out. It's like, it's like the Nuremberg trials. Like, Who else? Who else was involved? Uh, like your your agents in the back going, right. Wait, did you tell them that you changed agencies? <laughs> and in fact, I did. Uh, I know I le- a couple. I, I know a couple of the writers are rumored to be hiding in Argentina to this day. <laughs> Very, very nice guys. One of them, um, the director, was um, a, a very nice man called Mort Nathan. And he was kind of, he had rounded up a, a cadre of writers from, from where he worked, which was the Golden Girls. So the, the guy who writes for the Golden Girls, I'm like, well, Golden Girls pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Mitch Hurwitz worked on Golden Girls. Yeah, no worries there. Uh, and then uh, Cuba Gooding Jr., like you had mentioned on the podcast, he'd won an Oscar, and then 30 seconds later made this movie and <laughs> sank his career. It felt like for him, nine, nine movies came out at the same time. It's almost like he somehow, like, the, the, like they rushed uh, Jerry Maguire out or something, and it, and it actually was made... Wait, wait, I'm not. I'm not. I'm getting my timeline wrong. But it was just weird because it was like boat trip and and talking dogs and like 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 he was a guy that found a genie in space and like like it all came out like a, it felt like it came out a month after Jerry Maguire. Anyways, yeah, and I, I think I think at that time after the Oscar, I think he had this thing where it's like just wire three million dollars into my bank account, and if it's there in the morning, I'll meet you in Italy and we'll make this movie. Um, it was that kind of thing. And to understand why, you have to understand the tragic story of Cuba Gooding Sr. <laughs> yeah, he was a revolutionary. A lot of people called him Cuba Batting. Uh, that's how hard his life... Please, you, you keep talking, please. <laughs> I, I, and, no, and no matter how bad uh, the story gets, it won't matter because I'm using chicken, chicken, chicken tongs. Um, yeah, so it was, I think, the summer of um, 99, I think, maybe. I remember having to... I remember I was asked to promote Boat Trip um, a week after 9-11. Um, they were like, just come on and take pictures. I'm like, I, it, dudes, it's 9-12. I don't really want to be on a plane. <laughs> and I'm like, it's not that I'm afraid that right now every plane's going to blow up, but I don't want to be in a plane thinking about the fact that two days ago I saw the second tower c- collapse in lower Manhattan. <laughs> yeah. um, so uh, that's just a little side note. Um, there, was, there was a looming writer strike. Do you remember this? Yeah. Yes. Wait, so you, you had already made the film or you had not made the film? I had not made the film. I'm okay. going back. 2001 is when I had to promote it. But, right. but go back to whenever it was, 99. Uh, there was going to be a writer's strike that summer, so everybody was like, you got to do a movie. You got to do a movie. And this was one of those movies. Right. One of those, you got to do a movie because they might not make another movie for two years and you're, <laughs> you're going to be back at SNL and you can only do it in this window. So Cuba Gooding, uh, the script was pretty bad when I first read it. But I was told that I would be able to re- help rewrite it, and uh, I didn't uh, get a chance to do that. Um, <laughs> I'm just not allowed to do that. 
it's weird. Someone in show business kind of pulled a trick on me. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. um, or just were like, they just didn't even realize what they were saying. Sometimes I feel like agents, I hesitate to say my agent who I've trusted for like almost 20 years, but like all agents, like they, it's not that they're lying as much as it is like they just don't, their priorities are so skewed that they don't, they don't know that they're lying. Maybe they maybe they don't, they don't want to think about the You're right. They, yeah, they just they they are convinced <laughs> when they tell you that the right thing to do is this or that. They, like they do, they they because they have lots of mythology to back them up. Like they're they're like you know what you know who's picky about his roles? Hitler. Like, like I don't know. <laughs> like yeah. they offered him. Uh, he he would have been like Johnny Weissmuller. They they were looking for a new Tarzan, and Hitler passed. Because he, he, he thought it would be tacky. You know what's tacky? Killing six million Jews. Absolutely. So anyways, are you enjoying the, the flatbread? This, I love this place. Uh, that was, I'm sorry, I was in the scene. I was in the oh, scene. Okay, I, was, I was your agent. Always set the My wear. space wreck was so, so good that a UCB guy was like lost. Or it was so bad that a professional improviser was like, why are you doing It was so good I thought someone had flatbread over here. I'm like, that's, that's weird. These guys are eating flatbread. <laughs> All right. So, sorry. I don't know why I keep interrupting. Like, I'm like, they won't know it's my show. Tell, tell the story of Boat Trip. Let me shut the fuck up. <laughs> so, I get a call and they're saying that, well, if you don't do it, Artie Lang's going to do it. And, uh, and then they're like, Roger Moore is in it. And I was like, fuck, I love Roger Moore. He's, he was my Bond. You know, my yeah. age coincides with that Bond. So I'm like, yeah, I'll yeah. be able to, to do scenes with, with uh, my Bond. So I, I slept on it, and I had a dream where Abraham Lincoln, this is no lie. <laughs> In this dream, Abraham Lincoln says, um, don't do things for money. <laughs> It's all I ever did. Now I'm on two kinds of them. <laughs> I, Ironic, if, isn't it? If I had held out, I, I, I jumped on the penny. I didn't know the $5 bill was going to get pitched to me. I said I wouldn't talk. No, no, please do. Because there has to be funny things talked about. Abe Lincoln, Lincoln said, don't do and, things for money. And that's your... That's, your Abe Lincoln voice, who's never been recorded, so we don't know, but that's your head. I prefer sounds... that it's not like like, like, like um, Minnie Mouse or high, something, you know? Like they say you had a high pitched. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but I want to talk to like your Dame Abe Edna. Lincoln. He talked like Dave Edna. <laughs> Can we talk to your Abe Lincoln just for a little bit more? I just want to, like, like, like I'm your roommate. Like, uh... Hello, how are you? <laughs> uh, listen, Abe, uh, um, the lint trap in the machine, uh, the dryer fills up, so after every load, you have to, like, clean it out. Oh, that's good to make bedding. <laughs> Right, you're from a more you're from a more resourceful time. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah we'd sleep two to a bed. Um, you know, I'd prefer if we didn't, but I noticed you did last night, and I'm not homophobic. Uh, there is another bedroom in the apartment for you. Yeah, and I like it. I like it. I like that you're free about stuff. <laughs> you know where I'm where I'm from. Slavery was cool. Yeah. Um, Oh, that's... Uh, no, it's not. Um, so things, you know, things change. So. <laughs> I'm, re I'm really happy with, like, you know, this gay marriage situation. Uh, yeah. Couldn't dream of doing that when I was with old Mary Todd, you know. 
Although I did. It must have kind of broke your heart. It must have kind of broke your heart when uh, Horatio made that movie. Uh, remember, uh, you, you were pretty. Lincoln? For, <laughs> no, for, are we in the present right now? <laughs> <laughs> are, we, are, we back, are we back? Didn't you? Didn't you say you transported into Horatio Sanz's dream last night and warned him not to do things for money? And I, I, I read it. I just read the trades today. He's uh, he ignored me. He's doing it. Yeah. <laughs> do you? Do, He's doing a sex farce in Germany with German people. <laughs> you took su- you took such I've never seen you Abe in the in the 6 months we've been living together uh, since we met through Craigslist. Uh I've never seen you take such an active interest in a modern uh, American performer. Like I, I uh, like, what was it about you and Horatio? Well, it's just the right time, you know. Like, <laughs> oh, I know he's from Illinois. I'm from Illinois. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, he's a Chicago man. And he was in some drunk ambient haze and was like, uh, Lincoln, what should I do? I told oh, him. Could... I told him what I would do. So, so hey, so okay, okay, and, and ending the scene, but because that's a really interesting concept. So this is because this is really actually true. For what we understand of psychology, unless you believe the ghost of Lincoln came to your dream, I but don't. The, the funnier, the, the, the more, the, the more poetic truth is that in your mind, you thought my mind was figuring it out for me. You, it was you, doing you it. conjured the icon of integrity. Yeah, yeah. I wanted. I created this, this character in my brain to tell me in my sleep to not do this movie, and I ignored it. <laughs> But 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 uh, yeah, and I I I I I could spend the next half hour. Uh, I, like we don't you you don't need to be let off the hook for that, right? Like you don't feel you don't feel like you made like a bad like. Do you feel bad about it? Do you I do feel no. I feel bad about. Uh, I feel bad that it's a joke. Um, no, please. <laughs> no. But it was much like when I played a mariachi on Saturday Night Live. You know, I was like, it's okay because. People see me in other things, so right. Boat Trip has become okay because I've done many other things where I've been able to be funny and and, and happy with what I did. Uh, people still come up to me and tell me about Boat Trip, um, <laughs> mostly Puerto Rican and black people um, in New York. They all love that movie. <laughs> um, and also, when I, I, I went, um, I did a show in Iraq. And uh, and uh, the soldiers told me that part of their welcome bag was boat trip. So, so, so I had a lot of fans in Iraq, and I, I signed a bunch of boat trip DVDs. Uh, but that was kind of fitting, also, that I was in Iraq and just like seeing what a mess this whole fucking thing was. And, and right, because they, you were there at 9/11 and saw the buildings collapsing, and now you were in the boat trip of the of the of 9/11, which is the Iraq War. Yeah. <laughs> the, the the result of the White House not listening to Abe Lincoln. All of this, would, if I had just listened to Abe Lincoln, there would be no it, terrorism. We, 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 it, it just this was just a string of events yeah, that happened. You, you, oh wait, no, I don't know. How you, you, I didn't mean to imply that. <laughs> I think you can correlate when I decided to do boat trip with the beginning of, of, of the, of the terrorist planning. No, um, no. I, I, there's a lot of conspiracies about it, but Jeff, yes. Sir. All right, so you you say yes, I'll do the movie, and uh, day one, like, how was how, what was the vibe on the set? Like, was it? Did you did you know? I knew pretty right away that it was. It was off. It was, it was not working. <laughs> yeah, uh, like I had to. I flew from uh, from New York and had to be like there that morning, 
so I didn't really sleep. And then it was just uh, what what I thought was going to be a thing where we can like look at the script the night before and maybe work on some scenes was just like we do two takes, <laughs> one for you, and then one where you improvise. What? So, so basically, uh, you know what what I was told wasn't happening. So it was very very uh, under the gun filmmaking. It was uh, half the crew was German because it was a half German production, and they and they hated us and we hated them. Uh, <laughs> And what else happened? Well, is the scene because I, 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 I oh yeah yeah let's talk about the I, I want to know the scene when all the jizz flies out the portal and lands on is it lands on Roger Moore who who gets hit with the jizz? Oh, his name is. <laughs> there he is. Sorry. I mean, it's been a while since. Yes, Your it. Honor. Hold on a second. I'm thinking. <laughs> And was he told he was in a jizz joke? He knew, yes, he was but of, <laughs> something about Mary had a jizz joke. He had a chance to say no. Uh, they asked him if he wanted to be the guy that caught the jizz. <laughs> uh, Eleanor Roosevelt came to him in a dream. Anyway, he was one of the writers that was on. Uh, okay. And so the porthole, the porthole scene... But um, rewinding, because the, the reason he's coming out the porthole, and you kids can rent this this week, um, the, if you haven't, if I'm not mistaken, the reason Cuba is coming out the porthole is because he, this is the culmination of him pretending to be gay so that he can be close to this Vivica Fox. Is that, is that, yes, is and she it? starts eating a banana. And she starts eating a banana. So the banana is the most important thing. If a bus was coming through this wall, before I got out of the way or pushed you out of the way, I would go, but the banana, tell me about the banana. <laughs> okay, oh yeah, the banana. Okay. Because I, would, I don't want to die without, it's, uh, I don't even want to live uh, without. The, the banana, in, in high death, when she's eating the banana, it appears shape. the banana is chiseled into the shape. I didn't know this, but of a dick. Well, you weren't even yeah, you know, you weren't in that scene, and I do want to say like I'm not I'm not I'm not saying this in like a in a I don't know I, I feel like it's, it's a, there's a similar it's, it's, we had Dana Carvey on the show who I was like at the time taking out on this pitch of like like he's he's amazing stuff and he he expressed so much like there's a there's a sad side to this which has nothing to do with like whether or not, it's it's a, the, the the idea that there's a human cost the idea that you actually feel still that you feel when people are like that you feel like you that the that, that, that you that you did something wrong or that you have a lower quality to your your uh, worth yeah, by virtue a of a bit, choice just from a choice yeah. anybody might have no every, look at the, the the reason the population of the earth is 8 billion is because everybody makes bad choices with the most <laughs> But the most important thing you could ever choose of all is whether or not you should fuck somebody. And we have a seventy percent divorce rate. Like, like, like we we don't like we we're we're human mistakes. You can't know. That's not your job to know. You're an actor. Well, thank you. It's not. It's, it's not like Horatio Horatio Sands and Cuba uh, Gooding are the, uh, the 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 the. It's like you guys had a two man comedy troupe, and you're like, we want to make this movie. And right. Even yeah. then, that would have been amazing. And yeah, but I feel like you know, as a, as a, a comedian and someone who's a social critic I guess just by 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 being a comedian you know you you uh, you have to take your you know you have to take your shots like I, I I would still like to tell people that I care about like this sucks and this is why I don't like it but it has made it a little difficult because that is attached to me so in a way it's kind of humbled me in a way um, which can't be bad 
That can, no, that can no. only be good. No, and like you said, it is true. Like, if that's what I really... Yeah, but I, nobody watching that movie blames you for any of what, what went wrong with that film. Like, you, you're fine in it. It's just that it's the movie's is the culprit here. Like, <laughs> and so, and, and as you said, like, the, the, the fact that the crew is half German, I mean, that's the, that's the part where you start to go like, oh, yeah. Like, because that's how weird it feels. Like, it's... Right. Like, people... It's, it's, it's not, like, geely. Like, it's, it's, it's not... It's, it's, which I have never seen, so why did I just shit all over that movie? But I, I, it's a historically, like... I, I th- th- there's there's stories of hubris behind behind historically bad movie, movies of like so and so thought he was such king shit that he thought he'd do this. This was a first time director and a, and a <laughs> but now we know a half German crew and yeah and uh, and, and we were shooting in in Brussels as um, no we were shooting in Germany as L A and then when we went on the boat trip we actually did go on a boat so half half the crew was uh, half the people on the boat were making this film and then the other people didn't know so um, so they were really mad that you know we were shooting you know in the in the hot tub uh, we were closing up the hot tub in the pool and they were really mad at us but um did you, but you weren't you weren't on set for the banana scene did you i mean what do you know about the banana the vivica fox is eating a banana the joke is that she's showing him how she she's not actually showing him how she eats a banana and it's ironically uh, like dick sucking she's showing him how she gives a blowjob right she's she's yeah. demonstrating with a banana yeah they said that thing in a date that happens when you're on a date right. and the woman starts showing you how she would blow you on a piece of fruit <laughs> This is something women do with yeah, gay men too, all the time. All the time. Yeah. It's like, oh, you're gay. Well, let me just like rub my tits on you and talk about sucking dick. And um, uh, like, like the, the the and 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 but the weirdest thing of all, like like which is why you should never have to worry about the movie reflecting on you at all because the, it's surreal. The whole movie from front to back is absolutely surreal. You might yeah. as well just be in a Jackson Pollock painting, like waving. Like, like, oh, like that's cool. Like like, like 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 ten years from now, we may find out this movie. Movie's good. That's how fucking weird it is. Um, the the but and one of the weird things about it is the banana that she's demonstrating uh, fellatio on in the, cl- the it cuts in close and she's like licking it and for some reason the prop master has shaped the head of the banana into a like very faithful like 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 helmet of a cock. So the joke is that somehow. God created these wonderful uh, fruit, and that the the joke is that look, it came out looking like a real dick. So, <laughs> it's perfect. It should be sucked on. Yeah, but that's but the right because I don't. Well, I actually I don't really remember. It's just such a weird thing to have. I've not like, watched it on it's HD. Such a strange, strange afterthought, and then. It's been so long since I've seen it, but in my mind, then there's just a snowball effect of wild shit starts happening, and he's like trying to keep it in his pants and sublimate his horniness, and while she turns her back, he just unleashes what I recall as being like half a gallon of cum. Well, it was. If you want to know the truth, it was grosser than that because it was a not a realistic amount, but. Like a a bucket would have been then it would have taken you to Dracula Dead and Loving It territory. You'd be like, well, that's silly. Yeah. Nobody comes that much. But it was disgusting because he 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 went. He thrust his hips out the porthole and goes, oh! And in my in my in my in my memory, for no reason, just because it seems like something that should happen, the ship's horn goes. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and, oh! 
And then it cuts to outside, and apparently the porthole is above uh, people who are on deck enjoying the night air. And one of the actors has a semi-realistic amount of pure white thick cum. Sunscreen. Yeah, it, well, it looks like sunscreen. It yeah. really does. Falls on his face, and then they make a joke like, like, oh, there's a bird out here. Like, <laughs> and the weird thing is, if you thought a bird shit on your face, you'd react almost the same as if you knew a man came on your face. But because it's come, the irony has to be there. So they're like, oh, it's a bird. Oh, these darn birds. Which you would never do if a bird shit on your face. It was, and it was more like that silent film, like... <laughs> Whereas if you had a gigantic load like that, it would feel like a snowball in your eye. I want to say, I, I know that the actor that it was, it wasn't Patrick, was it? Uh, it was, it was a, I think a friend of mine was in that. I can't think of who it was. He was a Second City actor um, who, who was there in the 70s, and he's... Um, I'm sorry, I can't think of it, but he wrote on uh, he wrote on Golden Girls with... Oh, okay. So he was just a guy who was hanging out as, as an actor, and they're like, hey, you want to do that part? And he's like, all right, fuckers, I'll do it. And wow. that's how See, that's it happened. A, that, 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 that's a good story. I, I was the guy that got the jizz on the head. <laughs> uh, and it must have been great to work with Roger Moore. Because it, 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 like, he, he, he's Roger Moore no matter what, and he was in that movie. So. Yeah, he has that Bob Saget thing where he just says filthy things all the time. Just so... <laughs> So that you know, you don't think that uh, that he's uh, the proper real James Bond. Right. <laughs> Which you and I—that's that, the joke's on us because it's not like, like we, we 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 both we both thought Roger Moore was the real James Bond, and then you you grow up like now we now we're looking back through uh, the lens of all of our friends who are like aggregators of James Bond culture, and it's like oh, Roger Moore was like the Adam West yeah. of James Bonds. Right, right. But you yeah. and I were like, that's James Bond. Yeah, they, they, he was like, the one like, in space. You'd watch the Sean Connery ones and you'd be like, this is, ugh, I can't believe they let this go on long enough to get their act together <laughs> with View to a Kill. Sean uh, Connery's not really funny in those films, right? Uh, he's, 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 or he's, uh, well, he's they, the movies got increasingly yeah. campy with, with Roger Moore's like influence and he was, he was, yeah, he was the saint, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that, that's, Roger Moore is like, he's the guy who kind of, Coincided with the gadgets, right? More, moreover, Sean, they have gadgets in the Sean Connery movie. I'm talking on my ass. <laughs> Matt Gorley, well, Matt Gorley is a guest. Oh, yeah, there, there, there was always gadgets in that in that bit, but the, they weren't as camp with with, with Connery. He, he he cracked a lot of jokes and one-liners and mostly about pussy and stuff. That no. I, it became yeah, a, your eat pussy. <laughs> Which is what was it? I'm pussy galore. He goes. I noticed. <laughs> yeah, not not. How would he notice? Not, not so clever. What does that fucking mean. <laughs> also, not even not Your even. Pussy a... lips are sticking out of your pants. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> you've you've got an enormous amount of pussy. <laughs> you have a truly gigantic pudding. The funny thing it would be if then she called him on like, well, that's not very clever, and he'd be like, either is your name. <laughs> I'm yes ending like and I'm on its level like, 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 like pussy galore yeah I noticed don't don't make me fucking carry your weight uh, you're, you're, you can't do better than pussy galore and I'm supposed to be like read uh, riddle tittle do like like I'm supposed to like 2023 20, skidoo like yeah, a, I'm, I'm, I'm supposed to either let that pass or come up with the world's best pussy galore joke yeah stop, stop, stop making me the hard the, the bad guy in this conversation yeah, your name might as well be bucket suck a dick 
And then, and then, so yeah, I noticed. That's what you get. I noticed. <laughs> That's what I've heard. <laughs> my name is my name is Suck a Dick. Bucket Suck a Dick. <laughs> I, okay. Okay. All right. My name's James Bond. Let's get to work. There's the, the <laughs> world's at stake. First of all, <laughs> apparently, I don't know why. There's, the beginning scenes are always really confusing. I, I did Matt Gorley and uh, oh, I got, what's the other guy's name on the podcast? The Bond one. I always go kill me. No, not Jeremy Carter. The Matt guy that Myra? did the, they do the um, yeah Matt Mirror. Yeah, uh, and we, we did the podcast, and we did "Man with a Golden Gun," and there was some straight up woman beating in that movie. It's like it, it takes a really weird turn. He just starts boxing this chick around. It's like that's that's not sexy. <laughs> and yet, just twenty three years ago, super super hot. <laughs> <laughs> um, there was a there, oh, never mind. Yeah. I can't, I, I can't remember, and then I'll fumble around for it. So, uh, Horatio, so the movie is finished. Uh, how long did it take to shoot the whole thing? Uh, three months. Three months. And so, you was there a big to do, a big screening, a big, a big hoo ha, Hollywood screening, and all that? Yeah, I think there was, like um, around nine eleven, like after. <laughs> <laughs> like this, I think this it came out the spring of the uh, okay. two thousand two. The, the world was ready for a laugh at that. They point. wanted it. Yeah. <laughs> Did you approve of the idea of having the red carpet go right through Ground Zero? Like, I know a lot of people cited that as like like one of the things that they were put off by. I was like, why does the red carpet have to go through the middle of Ground Zero and then bank back around to a theater, which is like a mile away? Yeah, they they said that we're actually like doing construction stuff in there, and we're like, please postpone construction. Let us have our premiere. This is a celebration of New York. Uh, you know, this country's acceptance of the gay hu- human beings. And, you know, it was all about, like, yeah, about get, getting them back, is what I like to say, getting back can, the Osamers that did that to us. Can uh, you tell whether or not that movie is, is homophobic when you watch it through, like, a 2015 lens? Because I, like, I, I can't remember the last time I watched it, but it was, like, I know it was, like, in in in, in the- well, the guy who plays a gay guy is just so like he's so out of hand, gay that that he's wearing like makeup and and just like weird yeah like if he was doing a, a space show in the sixties you know, right. and that's how gay he is. I think I made the exact I think that's the exact mistake I made on a Community episode that was like early like like it was uh, I can't remember if it was I think it was season three uh, and the. Yeah, it was like, and it was like we we want in our heart we were trying we wanted to tell a story about like uh, worlds coming together and a a bigot that stops being a bigot because he actually learns these people are human beings blah 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 the blah 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 <laughs> blah 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 it's the most honest thing I've ever said on this stage <laughs> because the truth is I'm neither homophobic nor an advocate I'm just a fucking narcissist <laughs> blah blah blah. <laughs> That's the only honest thing I've ever said politically on this stage. Blah 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 in reference to an entire like movement. Um, the but the um, the the mistake that I that we made when I didn't even notice we were making it because it's a, a sitcom and it's a half hour long was like yeah the gay people they read as gay and that was the mistake because it was part of the setup in the story sense it was like well once upon a time there was a bigot and the bigot is 
a cartoon of a bigot because it's a sitcom. And then just, you know, it was like, and what we, what we accidentally did because we weren't even thinking about it. We weren't trying to create dimensionalized gay characters on our show. We just weren't thinking about that being a, a failure if we didn't do that because we were just thinking, we were just playing with Tinker Toys. Oh, here's the bigot and here's the gay guy. How, uh, wardrobe's here. How should the gay guy dress? Well, guess what? <laughs> How do, you know, oh, the uh, casting's here. Who should we cast as the gay guy? Uh, that guy. Um, and, and, and it was all in the name of just sort of like, oh, the story will be effective if the, if the um, ducks that are teasing the ugly duckling read as ducks. And so the beautiful, and the swans read as swans. because it's, it's hubris. And, it's, 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 and, that, and then what we found out is like, it was like, oh shit! The, the the offensive thing, I guess, to you know, I guess, is like, there's a there's a there's a there's a huge misstep that you could do along the way that you're not even trying to do, that actually cuts the same silhouette as bigotry, which is like, oh, you're just doing a caricature. And, I mean, I don't know why I'm explaining this. Everyone understands that part. <laughs> what I'm explaining no, I is that what, what I, I didn't understand. You know, the, the way why I would do that. You know. Yeah. Well, even as a comedian trying to make fun of of gay people, um, for 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 just funny things that they do you have to be very careful you can't just say so I think the mistake is that if you we see the, the old caricature of a gay person on TV in the 70s which was like completely flaming shirt open pink you know gold shoes and then we're think we're gonna make fun of that by making that even more ridiculous I think that's another mistake people right. make is just making it super gay because see we know it's a joke but in the same breath you have this caricature. Yeah, so. the idea of that. I mean, I think. I think the. Yeah, the mistake is like, and that I realize now is that oh, you have to write up to every character, and I don't know why I would violate that rule. Like, like, like Chevy Chase's character was like, he was to me, he's a cartoonish because he's this, he's this, you know, he's this crazy character, but. I'm also always writing up to that character. And if a gay guy is like walking through the frame and he has five seconds to be gay and set up a story point, like it's it, the challenge is on me, like, like to construct a story where, because if, if, if anybody's watching straight, straight or gay, they're like, they're, it's, it's actually, I think the, mis I guess, I guess the, the, I'd summarize the mistake as being like writers tend to, uh, we tend to, we forget that the whole goal is immersification. Whether or not it's silliness or like, like whatever, however, however ridiculous the joke is or whatever, the, 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 if it's, if it's in the medium of people watching it and listening to it, um, it, like, like your, your end goal is that they believe it's real, kind of, even a pie fight. So it's like, that's funny that it's a pie fight because why would people fight with pies? So I believe they're people and I believe those are pies. Like, and so if you're, at, it's dangerous to like, do social commentary of any kind like you're you have to rise up to that because you're now you're using people and g groups of people as pies in a pie fight and you have to like no 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 that needs to read as like actual believable meringue or you're gonna make people because 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 like they can see the tin hit the face and like in those pie fight scenes like now i love my metaphor because like when it's like clearly just fucking whip topping and a fucking I, uh, pie plate. I, I hate when the pie fight just a bunch of whipped cream that's that's not a dish. It's or true. shaving it's like, cream, even worse. Huh? When they shaving, make shaving cream. cream. Yeah. yeah. And how much funnier is it to get hit with a real pie? And how much funnier maybe would have you know there, there's a there, there's nothing wrong with the concept of of, of but there's nothing inherently uh, offensive about 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 that idea at all. It would be it could be like a masterpiece of whatever. You could say that about anything. You could say that about 
Was there any uh, backlash or like any reaction, Horatio, from the gay community about Boat Trip? Um, I mean, I, I mean, positive or negative or indifferent? I, or? I don't think I don't think they. I don't know. Maybe, but I I, I don't remember. It was really. never like a big no. stink up. Yeah. No, because the heart was in the right place. <laughs> <laughs> My character learned that gay people were human. Yeah. Right. How does your wait? What's your character? How does your character's arc end? Does he does he come out as gay or does he just uh, accept the? I accept gays, and I think and I end up hooking up with this uh, this woman who lives in the in, in the hills in Sweden. Uh, I find her and she's a. Uh, some sexy thing that for some reason was was there, so I end up it ends up okay for me. Uh, and in some indirect way, that's a that's a reward for you accepting gays is that you get to have a pure form of heterosexuality. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because there's like some kind of Swedish bikini team or something like literally lands on the boat or something. Yeah. No. I no. I I shoot down a helicopter. Um, with your cum. With with. with <laughs> <laughs> the whole super cum is explained in the first five minutes of the movie. Uh, Cuba and I eat these weird, uh, these weird, these weird donuts that have s- this stuff that we get super cum. That's why this. No. Uh, wait, where was I? <laughs> well, you were, you were shooting you shot down, down a helicopter. helicopter. Oh, I shot down a. Hel- I had forgotten that I shot this scene. So when I, I saw this, I got really high and saw this movie like two years later after I made it. And I'm like, what? I shoot down a helicopter with a flare gun? Holy shit, I remember having to act. Like, okay, the helicopter's falling. There's, uh, there's nine models inside the plane. Or the helicopter you just shot down. So you don't know what you're going to do. Uh, you know, you're going to get some help. You're going to jump in the water. And it was, uh, yeah, I just, uh, it hit me pretty, pretty hard that I, 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 I'd shot down a helicopter in this comedy that we had made. Wait, that, that, that was the bridge too far for you in that movie? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you watch that, all believability goes out the window right there. It was really at the edge of their seat saying, like, wow, I hope these guys figure it out. And then after that, they're like, oh, what the hell? These guys are jokers. So so nowadays, and I guess this is where if, if it was like a single camera production, it would fade down and the Chiron would say, life after boat trip. We talk, now we talk about uh, current things. I don't. I thought that would be funnier. <laughs> like there would be piano keys playing. Like after, after after the boat trip. Um, the but but it's uh, like that that Leif Garrett interview from uh, Hollywood, E True Hollywood Story. Uh, you guys know about Leif Garrett, and he yeah. he got drunk and uh, and then him and his buddy got in a car wreck, and uh, his buddy's paralyzed. Right. Oh, and, and so he, and so then he he talks about it. And he's like, I'm like, Polly, I'm sorry, man. Uh, never forgive me. And then the, Polly comes out and forgives him. But he looked so fucked up from, like, the days when he was uh, a teen idol. And then, like, he had, like, a bandana covering because his hair was, like, probably half of it was gone or had been shaved by somebody. Yeah, he's pretty bald. Yeah. So, so yeah, that's that moment right now. Why would someone just talking sh- about. shave his hair? I mean, it, was pro- it probably fell out, right? 
Yeah, well, shave like like shave like like you're drugged out, and someone's like, <laughs> "Pay uh, me my money." Or oh, you think, was, oh you, you think he was wearing it like? Uh, you thought maybe because as soon as I saw that, I was like, "Oh, it's just traditional, like like the guy from Poison, whatever." You know, it's like that bandana thing. It's just like like the weirdest impulses. What you, can, can I get your take on on the on Trump's hair? Because I was researching today. I know it's a hack topic, but I just, honestly, the more I read about it, the more, more I'm confused. Like it, 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 that, there's actually no consensus about what is going on. My theory is that it, it, he has some strands in the back, maybe that he kind of like. Swirls, swirls around. Yeah, uh, if not, he might have. He might have a wig, but um, at this point, I, I, at this point, probably it, you, it started as a swirl. Now it's maybe a wig that looks just like it. Huh. That's an interesting. Okay. That's similar to the double comb over theory, right? Yeah. I mean, I always, th- I always thought it was like accepted theory that I was always kind of boggled by that it was, it was a double comb over, which that that, that it was. That's from the side, like a traditional one, and then I guess from the back, like he has like r- like riff raff from. So it's like from... two weather forces coming together, and, th- and that's why it looks kind of like a basket. Like if you look closely, like, it's, yeah. like, like, like but but it's it, but it all flies up as one if the wind touches it, and um, but he's not bald underneath that. I don't I, I, that as far as I can tell. Um, I don't know. I was researching it today because I, now I really want to know because of course he's be our next commander in chief and. Uh, <laughs> Uh, watch out, Ireland, because <laughs> I, lo- I, lo- I love the idea that people in Ireland are like, I don't know if you heard that. My, my wife's in Ireland, and they're like, the, the people that she's talking to, the big thing that they keep coming back to is like, is I can't do an Irish accent, but... Give it a try. And then he tried. Uh, is, is, is Donald Trump going to win? Uh, uh, like, they're really, they really, because they're, I guess that, 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 stare, that, that, I guess they're, I guess we feel like those days are now, have been here and have gone, that idea that the world is worried that a maniac will be president of America. I was like, I was like, what, have they been paying attention for 38 years? Like, like, like what are they, what's their worst case scenario? You know, do they really think there's still a button that works that's going to nuke Ireland? Like, 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 I guess maybe some more realistic fear having to do with what the uh, our ability to collapse the entire world's economy. Been there, done Probably, that. Yeah. Like, 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 who? Uh, I, I don't want Donald Trump to be president, but who gives a fuck? <laughs> like, like, <laughs> like, 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 what would be the big difference between that and a fire hydrant behind that that desk? <laughs> Out, outside of Supreme Court appointments, which Jeff's 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 point is very well taken. That this this next election is kind of important in a bipartisan sense that the Supreme Court justices are going to get picked. Buzzkill. <laughs> because now when your friends, you know, when you're, you, you want to vote for Bernie Sanders right now, and now over the next year, your friends are going to slowly, one by one, they're going to turn, and they're going to start, they're going to start Ralph Nadering you. <laughs> you don't know what that means because you're 25. It hurts. <laughs> I have bad memories. Ross Perot, 92. <laughs> Your friends are going to change from third-party advocates to fascist fucking bipartisan little robots. Because they're going to go, you're splitting them. You vote for him. They're voting for the baby. baby. You You might as well vote. And this isn't a female character. This is a male. I'm not sexist. And that was a difference in the election, right? It sounded a little bit like Tay Brixton. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we, we don't have time to explain that. 
Um, all right. Well, uh, we, we, we usually give our, 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 our guests two choices. Uh, you can either have a double gulp uh, or a tri- no. Uh, the, you, you can, you can, you, why do I give them a choice? Because that puts them on the spot. You, I, yeah. That's too late. You can you can you can you can stay, and we're gonna play a a, a role playing game called Shadow Run, where you where you you play a character. You don't have to know anything about it. You're just gonna be a guy in the far uh, future. It's like a cyberpunk kind of world. We usually get about uh, two feet of movement accomplished. And <laughs> it's it all, all what it really amounts to is a half hour of your time, not not any anything other than that. Um, or you can leave. You can and we can plug whatever you want to plug, and you can you can. No, no, I'll hang out. Yeah. And let's bring out uh, Demorge Brown. Let's bring out Demorge. Demorge. I don't know if I'm reading this accurately, but I feel like there was audible uh, reaction to Demorge's yeah. sexy shirt. Some um, two shops. Um, Bachelor number one. <laughs> that, that, is, that shirt is fucking legit, man. Uh, that is Every once in a while I go shopping and I go, that piece of whatever that is. I yeah, that is a great... When you, I, I uh, couldn't pull that off, but you look great and that's a good, it's a good thing for this you. This will only make four people laugh that are not even in the audience. They're watching on their laptops. When you pick that shirt in Borderlands 2, the video game, <laughs> it's called Clever Girl. That's the title of the shirt. The, you, the, uh, there's different armors in the game, and they all have themes. And um, it looks like a Jurassic uh, camouflage. No, no, Clever no. girl would be. Oh, so that wasn't a real Borderlands 2 skin. That was just, you're using Borderlands 2 as a springboard to make a Jurassic Park clothing joke? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. See, yes. again, okay. I, I, it's, it's like the philharmonic thing from earlier. I'm still bothered by that. Oh, you know what? Guess what? I'm not a professional entertainer. He got my part of my ABC sitcom. <laughs> I'm not a fucking entertainer. I told you. I saw him. I was like, oh, great. I'm fucked. Guys, 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 and I, please. And, I'm, just and I'm happy Boat Trip made you sad. Because <laughs> you know what? You made me sad. With, you, you took my acting away. <laughs> That's why I'm here. <laughs> I'm exactly glad you choked on your power. <laughs> you know, I, I, I hate our audience sometimes because they, they're so nice and then they, they ruin jokes sometimes by doing that awe. And it makes me, I know, yeah. Yeah, how weird that you can conjure it artificially. It's, it's almost as if it means nothing when it happens. Every fucking time. Yeah, the awe is hard to come back from. <laughs> the oh, yeah, so kind of yeah. Where's the guy so that yeah. <laughs> well, I've learned from like, like when they go oh, like like it's usually because like like you said you said like what I'm, I'm not being condescending. I, as I like I'm, the, 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 the everyone in the in the, in the audience is a genius. The audiences can be delightfully stupid because they're acting as one. That's what you want them to do. <laughs> but see, that guy's a genius. If they all went yup, uh, that would be weird. Uh, the 
the uh, that that uh, you can't apo- if you if you react by apologizing, which is what I always do, or or like backpedaling or arguing. That's that's they smell blood, right? Isn't that the idea? You're not supposed to show fear. If they if you go like, hey, as a spaghetti, you know, then the N word, and then they go, whoa, <laughs> and, then, and then you're just supposed to go, what are you supposed to do? Like Greg think- Proops goes, walk it off, fuck faces, and then and then he just keeps moving. That was we were in we were in Yakima, Washington, and uh, have, I, have I told the story before? Uh, well, and, maybe, maybe to me. Like, yeah, uh, and uh, we were doing an improv show with like you know the Who's Line guys. Like me and uh, Ryan Stiles and Chip Essen probably. And um, we were in Yakima, and Greg's coming out there, does the intro, and he's explaining how improv works for people that don't know. And he's like, we're going to come to you for our suggestions. So if I asked you for a name of a writer, you, sir, you might say this. And if I asked you for a name of a thing, uh, madam, you might say that. And he said, and if you, sir, if I was, uh, sit, uh, give me an activity that you would do around the crib. And the guy just kind of looks stares blankly and goes, oh, I'm sorry, I forget where we are. Uh, sir, um, that's a slang term for your domicile, like where you live. Uh, uh, name an activity that you would do around the trailer. <laughs> and, the, and, and the crowd went, oh! And Greg just goes, walk it off, Yakima. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm like not you're, that, it's Yakima. I'm not the walk it off Yakima kind of guy. No, you know, like Greg can get away with paddling the audience and they kind of like it. But you I kind of, you know, I like to think, I like to think. I really like to think, and don't we all like to think a bunch of dumb shit that's not true? I like to think that the audience is endeared by my that my tendency to then go, well, wait, 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 well, I didn't mean it that way, you know, and try because I, because I because I didn't, but then I'm also mad at them sometimes for going on because they didn't even mean that. It's a, it's weird how we do have a tendency to like. I noticed one time. Here's a weird thing. I there's a, there's a legal term. Silence is consent, but the word consent has taken on this, whole, you know, really really powerful sizzling meaning uh, really specific contents but I, but, but I remember two times in this podcast before I ever figured that out I used the term silence as consent which was just more of a reference to this like legal like like I was I, I was I was I was saying like like meaning in the larger legal sense that if you don't do or philosophical sense if you don't do something about something then it's your you you're not you don't get a pass necessarily um, but I think it's because of the word consent because like both times if you go back through the archives like I, I, I go silence is consent and I hear people go like like a like an audible response from the crowd as as one go like oh. Oh, I was like, it's like, no, that's that's not you. The, the word because it's because the word consent became part of a different family of language uh, recently. Well, it's, yeah, you're saying that that date rape's okay as long as you don't yeah. talk. <laughs> as long as no one talks, it's all good. Yeah, the, yeah. The the, 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 the word the, the phrase silence is consent <laughs> applied to like our current conversations about consent. Uh, not not a great not a great idea. Like, like, but it's a, it's old. It's like platonic or something. It's like, uh, it's, it's a, it's a concept. I think we got to the bottom of that. And then, and then also, you know what I don't like? There's silence. Why not? Why aren't they always laughing? Or applauding? Or saying I love you? You just spent the last fifteen minutes taking a big shit on them. Why do they? Why do they always have to either be quiet or reacting the way I don't want them to? Why can't they just react the way I want them to react? My name is uh, Slam Charisma. See, see, I, I, I kind of feel bad because I, the stupidest thing is like I, Barton made that terrific noise earlier on. Uh, I, I, Horatio, are you aware of Barton's awesome magical laugh? 
No, no. Can you manufacture it? Can I cue you and can you kind of do a fake version of it? Tell the garbanzo bean joke, Dan. Okay, okay. What's the difference between a garbanzo bean and a chickpea? He doesn't even, he can't even wait for the punchline. It's like uh, Glenda the Glenda Goodwitch, Goodwitch walking in on you while you're taking a shit. <laughs> you're like you're like the world's happiest ghost. Had you ever heard that before, Arisha? You you work with Barton, right? No, I don't. Oh, I I didn't. I, I've never heard him laugh. I was on your show. I called in. Oh, you called in. Okay. Well, thank you. Oh, I, I, I thought you, I thought you guys were. I, I was each other. What's the difference? I thought, I thought they were being, I thought they were being way gratuitously like labor law, like, like, because it was like I called on the show. I called in, and you're like, oh, you called in, and I'm like, what's the difference, Horatio? <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Uh, you were oh, you're right. I guess. I guess. Am I not a contributor? Uh, you know. <laughs> called and he was a guest and I didn't say anything about it. I'm just Sorry. some fucking animal because I'm on a phone? <laughs> the opposite should be true. You can have an animal on your show. Did Johnny Carson ever have a chimp call in? No, I can't right. name the times he had one right on. <laughs> on a tricycle. Dressed as a pirate. For some reason. I guess because... Dan, what's the difference between a garbanzo bean and a chickpea? The difference between a garbanzo... <laughs> uh, you can't just say that. Okay, 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 okay. Just fucking stop it, because you're part of the problem. We were in New York. I told this joke honest... Did we talk about this last time? When we were shooting this little pilot that Dan and uh, Dina were doing, uh, we... Uh, I, we were kind of like like kind of just joking with the audience, kind of keeping it warm between the stuff. And um, I went out and told this garbanzo bean joke, and I got this big laugh. And then Dino, who's just drunk, drunk, comes like stinking drunk, comes running up uh, uh, like in front of the cameras with a script in his hand. He's like, no, 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 you fucked it up. You told it wrong. You told it wrong. And he tells me the joke completely wrong in my ear. And he's like, the whole audience just got it and totally loved it. And then the next day we were laughing about that. We sat at a bar and I said, Dan, try to tell the joke. And I'm, I, it, 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 how long? 15, 20 minutes it took? Yeah. 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 Well, so, so now should we tell him what the joke is? And tell then him the joke explain? and then I'm going to tell him how you started your version. Okay, so should I be the one to try to tell him the garbanzo bean joke? Right now? I think I can do it. Do it. Okay. Two, two, two lines. Take it from the top. Martin, get ready. Get ready with your. Do you laugh. understand that you've never done this with... under this kind of pressure? Yeah. I'm bad at telling jokes. Is the is the big joke? Me too. Oh. <laughs> whoa, whoa! You can't. You just talk shit about Oz. You fucking awe him. That was that was a very different. How kind do of we awe. know? How do we? What's the difference? That was a. <laughs> now we're just all right. Now we're just. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, what's the difference between a garbanzo bean and a chickpea? I don't pay two hundred dollars to have a garbanzo bean in my mouth. <laughs> Uh, 
Atta boy. Time flies like a soup, but banana flies like an arrow. Uh, okay, so time flies like an arrow, but fruit fruit flies like a banana. Yeah, I'm sure all these jokes have their little codes. The order of the words to make them funny. Okay. Uh, so, so Dan, so we're doing it, and we're like, Dan, try to tell the joke. And we're at this bar in the afternoon, getting re- they're getting ready to leave town. And Dan goes, Okay, 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 I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get it. All right. So, all right. Well, because we're again to emphasize the irony is that we're mocking Dino because Dino got the joke wrong. You know, like Dino, Dino he comes up to my ear and he goes, No, 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 no. It has to be a girl garbanzo bean. Yeah. I'm like, That's what's crazy. Like. So that's that's what we were laughing about. Here's a little fun fact. He told me this joke. <laughs> so we're so we're so we're so we're so even though he heard the laugh, he heard the joke where he came up. So we're mocking Dino for making that decision. We're like, what are you doing? And then Jeff has to. Because I love goes, watching Dan try to tell uh, a joke. And so he goes, okay, all right. So a guy walks into a prostitute's office. And I really thought that's a the prostitute's thing. Prostitute's office. <laughs> I forgot that there was such a thing. And he as says, a- "I would like a sexual encounter <laughs> with 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 a lagoon. What, what kind of or, beans do you uh, have? Uh, yeah, it's, I know that there's two beans. Okay, so, I mean, so we're like prostitutes' office. I guess okay, the office isn't important. The guy, there's a guy, there's a guy, in, he's in a desert, and there's another. And he walks up to another guy, and the guy says, "I have two kinds of beans." I got Dan. This is a two-line joke. You're like, fuck, fuck, fuck. And so you tried forever and ever and ever and ever to try to. Okay, how can it be a two-line joke? How can it be a two-line joke? And the answer is because you're the guy. I forgot that that's possible in a joke. You could just be the guy. You could just. (laughs) So he he finally gives up and he goes, "Okay, how does the guy go? What's the difference? And you fucking died." (laughs) Like, oh my god, it's a a riddle. Yeah. Yeah, it's a riddle. What have I got in my pockets? <laughs> Which, by the way, I'm sure we all agree, Bilbo's being kind of an asshole, right? In that riddle competition, he cheated. Yeah, yeah he definitely cheated. What have I got in my pocket? It's not a riddle. <laughs> and then, you know, on another episode, and please tell your friends to come for when we talk about it. I'd really like to talk about, you know, what 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 goes into when does Sauron decide that a ring gets to get lost? It's fucking dumb. Oh yeah. Just just decide that the ring can f- roll down a hill and take over the world. Then. <laughs> I don't like the magic in the Tolkien universe. Yeah. Neither does Spencer. We don't like the magic in the Tolkien universe. We think it's too spiritual and not d- rule-driven enough. It's plot magic. It's you bullshit. know what's exciting? Jackie Chan beating someone up. You know why? Because you can see what the rules of a shopping cart are and why it's weird to use it as a weapon. If two old guys are fighting with spells, it's like I want to know what their mana levels are depleted. You know, and what's the rules? You know, like, like, like knock, knock. Who's there? And then, and, then, and then it's like, weren't you glad I didn't say banana? And you're like, that's clever. He did magic better than the other guy. Or he knows more spells. Or he had a secret spell button in his pocket. Or, Just give me, the, give, me the, give me the shit that I came for, Tolkien. You'll, you'll never defeat me, Soromon, for I have a magical spell button in my pocket. Nice. I think it's funny. <laughs> Not a single person in this room has reacted to me the right way tonight. 
<laughs> Except for Barton. Barton. And I. And I oh. <laughs> I just, I just, I just turn into, uh, I don't know, Charlie Rose. What would I, what would I turn into if you melted my evil away? Uh, uh, I don't know. Uh, John Stewart. This is a, a beautiful little baby. I am a. I'm a freak out. Freak out. I'm a big ugly baby. I think there would be a, a handsome, efficient skeleton underneath me. If, if, if all of my bad qualities melted away, I there'd be a little tiny, like, um, one of those Day of the Dead uh, Mexican skeletons. <laughs> like uh, Fandango. I think if you stripped away all the, st- all the exterior, what we've, what we've come to recognize is just your exterior, that you'd just be made of all cuatos. You'd just be a, lo- a, lot, of little, a lot of little mini cuatos. Over here. All right. Well, uh, I guess the title of tonight's show is Bullying. Uh, <laughs> finding... Yeah, well... Yeah, you know, there's that way. You can do it that way. <laughs> I'm not stupid. I know the different kinds of punches. From the I'm not touching you uh, all the way to the, to the oh, poor baby. They're all punches. The old soft bullet. I don't know if you guys have heard this term. Microaggression. <laughs> That's you guys. Constantly. You're a macroaggression. Of little microaggressions. Yeah, I hope I hope you're expressing real pain. <laughs> it me- I meant it to hurt bad people. <laughs> All right, what do we what do we what do we? Let's, let's, let's play some shadow rush, shall we? Sorry, Horatio. <laughs> By the way, if you do if, if you do come and join the Feral Audio family, we'd love to have you back. Or you, you don't have to. That's not conditional. You can come. You can come. You can back regardless of business decisions thank you here we go again we'd like to have you back and we'd like you to join the feral audio family and uh and listen to your uh, podcast hooray show all right (laughs) and demarge you know keep coming (laughs) oh do we know do do we want to bring anybody else up um we could you know, actually, well, we, we want to get a gal to How are we doing, up? like, head count-wise? I mean... I can never remember. I'm always I'm always fine. I know you are, but sometimes that seems passive-aggressive. Well, you know, I think that's your projection, you know? That's just, uh... Well, I think that's, that's your, easy to say. That's your dream or whatever. <laughs> I think you're... Four agreements. <laughs> Callie, you want to come up? Can we... Let's get Callie Kazoo, the woman who made the music that you've been hearing all night long. Oh. Callie Fontecchio. What's the name of the new record again, Callie? Uh, contrary to popular belief. And where can these people listen to that and purchase it? On my Bandcamp camp. <laughs> CallieKazoo.BandCamp.com All right. Yeah. You, um, and, and, you kids and, and, are living in a world of more dots now. That's the big thing. <laughs> you guys got more dots now. <laughs> yeah, also, the, the, I don't know if we ever really set the record straight, because I think we were talking about the... the Mickey Mouse hands and the, we, we, I think we kind of oh, made you sound yeah. racist when we when we talked about that. We, uh, you misquoted <laughs> me, or you? I mean, you kind of said it. But I just then completely you, forgot what you, you said. And I, I just I just made a. Bu- you guys were talking about cartoon gloves. I'm an animator, by the way. Yay! Uh, so I told Jeff when we were at the uh, Renaissance Fair of all places. <laughs> that uh, cartoon gloves kind of have a history of being based off of what was one of the most popular forms of comedy. 
long ago, which was Minstrel! Minstrel! <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. You were right next to me. Oh, but here we go. <laughs> no, but uh, Minstrel, <laughs> Minstrel shows. So, like, Mickey Mouse. <laughs> Mickey Mouse and lots of other characters had white cartoon gloves, which also served the purpose it's in black and white and it's a contrast thing. I mean, sometimes they didn't have gloves. But, like, yeah, it's a, it's a Minstrel show thing. Oh, really? Yeah, straight up. and and uh, and minstrel shows they had it so because you know people from far away could see what they were you know, doing. Mm. But yeah, and yeah. also so there'd reasons. be stakes. <laughs> Jesus, there's a black guy in here. I mean, if you watch the early Mickey Mouse cartoons, they're I mean they're kind of inferring he's a a certain. He's black. Wait, really? They're implying yeah, Mickey oh, Mouse yeah. is black? Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Like I mean, it, it's they're sort of imply some kind of like racist things like he's like you know getting drunk or doing whatever kind of crazy things they're kind of inferring huh goofy's black <laughs> yeah and goofy goofy is black <laughs> or uh D- dippy dog which yeah. is his original name yeah <laughs> i mean there was a lot of that in cartoon i, I mean a lot there was just a lot of that in like common. active trickster figures and there was this idea yeah, that you could exactly. when you wanted them to not play to that effect you could do certain things to make them not play to that effect or surround them with situations so they didn't but then they did a lot of also like sort of you can't get mad at a cartoon yeah everybody else would just go crazy <laughs> and so they would throw the book at him and let him do a whole bunch of crazy shit but yeah no i mean it was, just, it was a different it was a different time then <laughs> if you guys are if you guys want to see what? some real racist shit check out the 11 band cartoons that, that shit's crazy, like cold black and seven drawers. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I I went down a rabbit I, I, went, I went down a rabbit hole and watched a bunch of old uh, little rascals, and some of those are shocking. They're absolutely. Insane. Have you seen the one where All they where they do they put on a play and it's Uncle Tom's Cabin, including yep. the whipping oh, scene? Oh yeah, yep. I yeah. That we watched is, that. That was crazy. Rob's place. Did we? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. With Dina. Yeah, right. Wow. Okay, so speaking of progress. <laughs> Be- because the show isn't uh, sexist, we uh, let the lady choose which character she wants to play, even though they're not both female characters. Nailed it. <laughs> it's a combination of chivalry and total fucking like post uh, uh, feminist uh, la- ladies first. Do you want to play a dude or a girl? I'll, I'll be Aaron's character. Okay. I, mean, right. I like what Aaron started. Thank you. <laughs> this is going to be a great ten minutes. There, you're you're the character created by Camille Nanjiani. Uh, is that is that Doctor Friend? I can't even keep yeah. track now. Okay. Yeah. This so, is we're, this is like Dungeons and Dragons Horatio, except in the future. And so you're you're a troll doctor who's you know is kind of let a, let a, tr- a troubled past. If that doesn't make sense to you, those papers, don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of stuff. All right. Else. All right, time's a wasting. So let's let's start this off. I lost I lost my uh, Shadowrun music somehow. My old playlist. So we're gonna go back to the old old days of the D and D special. So there's a recap in the beginning, and maybe your training will let you listen better than I do. Uh, this one was by Richard Clark. Previously on Harmontown, Shadowrun time. Our heroes found themselves placed in the precarious position of dealing with a mysterious brief beeping briefcase. The noble doctor friend enveloped the potential threat with a force field, only to find the group fleeing before his very eyes. Abandoning the case, Hortigard detected a, gl- a horde of glowing creatures, the damageuras of the infected souls who lurk in the shadows. As Jim Nightblade sought refuge on a roof of a nearby building, 
The brave runners armed themselves and charged into battle. After cracking wise, Jim Nightblade returned to the beeping case and opened it, only to find a transponder that sends the infected horde into a rage. Will our heroes survive the night? Will a serial number on the device lead our protagonists on a ghoulish side quest? Probably not. Will Hordegard make another poopy mid-battle? Find out on this week's Harmon Town Shadow Run Time. Thank you, Spencer. Thank you. All right, are, are all I never listen to that. Richard Clark. Richard Clark. Fake name. Thanks, Richard. Um, did we kill all the trolls? Uh, you, ghouls. Ghouls, um, ghouls. No, no. You killed about four of them. Most of them ran away. Right. So how many we got left? Uh, you know, none. I mean, there's none in your immediate area other than the one you just stunned. You guys were more recently occupied with uh, casting a group agony spell on a car. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I so, forgot about that. So, so Richard, Richard kind of... Oh, yeah. No, I mean, nothing happened that episode, so I used the last one. Oh. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, so, so they, and then they cast agony on a car. Okay. All so right. Shadow run. We, we got we to gotta find that Johnson. You screwed us over. He gave us a troll magnet and a briefcase, a ghoul magnet. Ghoul. So we all joined hands, and we tried to, like, combine our energy. Oh, and, yeah. And I did come out of the closet, my character. <laughs> uh, the, 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 yeah, we were trying to cast a, an agony spell on whoever... So which how'd that how'd that work? I mean, what happened is you all cast the spell on a car that's several miles away. So if anything was going to happen, happened or will happen, okay. there's no way of knowing. All right. <laughs> can't I can't I um, astrally project and see if that see if that worked? Yeah, but you'd have to find the car and you don't know where it is. Okay, I I I I, I, I summon a a, a, a a a sparrow. You're too weak. You just summoned a, a larger Air spirit. To I do sit the... down cross-legged. All right. <laughs> I would suggest to Doctor Friend that perhaps he applies some sort of healing uh, to our uh, weakened the uh, run mate. Doctor Friend, can you can you try to boost up my mana power level? <laughs> um, yeah, man. <laughs> um, I'm 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 a, I'm a woman. What's that? I'm a woman. I know, I'm blind. <laughs> I just say man about everybody, you know? All right, that's cool. I call my mom, like, hey, man, can you make us some stew? <laughs> Technically, she's a girl and uh, very sensitive, so. <laughs> so, what do I do? Look, look, look through your spells in there and see, what, see if you've got something that can, that can heal me. He's got heal. Oh, yeah, heal. <laughs> So I just say, yeah, let's do it. Okay, so you, 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 do, do your magic. Cast that spell, doctor. Best used after first aid is applied. That's true. Huh. Yeah, but they always say that. Like, uh, you're, supposed to, you're supposed to clean your ear out before you put drops in. It's That's like, give true. me a break. <laughs> just fix my ear, doc. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just doing some stand-up. <laughs> So I, I need to heal you. What's wrong with you? Uh, I, I just have low energy from casting too many spells of my own, and I'm kind of drained. Okay, so this should probably rhyme? Yeah. yeah I think all good spells should rhyme. <laughs> okay. Tell me one more time what the problem is. I'm, I've drained my energy, drained. My, my spiritual energy. <laughs> I'm going to rhyme it with drain. Okay. 
right. he's, got, he's kind of like the right, Penn Pen and Teller of spellcasters. <laughs> he lets you in on the process. I summon the spirits to clean the spells you have drained. I cast the spirits so wonderful to keep your power back that you'll feel rebrained. Nice. Heal! <laughs> Those are the spirits. They're the spirits. Okay. Heal! It sounds like booing. Those are spirits. <laughs> They're not saying booing. They're saying... Um, I... Did it work, Spencer? Laying hands on Eve Libertine. Magical energy surges forth, re-knitting your wounds and refreshing your mind. I feel great. I cast a sparrow to go find the car. All right. How I, I summon, I summon a, a spirit uh, animal with my spirit uh, ch- charm focus. How, how strong? Uh, level five, Jackson. Yeah. You just got hit. You're like a. You're like a. You're like one of these uh, drunk people on St. Elsewhere that gets a new liver and then they go to the bar. I don't know. Say one of. That was a story on St. Elsewhere. Hey, you know that, that's that's the life of a magician. If, if if I die in the process of of doing what I do, that's that's just the, the life I've chosen. I'd like to say one thing, if I could, to the group. Okay. Uh, just because I feel like a lot of what we did tonight, um, or this this whole. I guess to, to, to us it's been tonight, but it's been, this has been going on for a while, and I feel like we're bad shadow runners, and like we've had a bad shadow run. <laughs> and I, I've made a lot of bad decisions, and like, like we kind of we got to chalk this one up as a failure, right? Like the they got they got away, they gave well, us a ghoul magnet know. instead of money. We didn't get any money. It's, right. it's not over till it's over. It's, yeah, but, but, but my bird could still. You Half know, of the find characters that we were supposed to either kidnap or protect are dead. Like, like we just, <laughs> we just, we just kept giving them to the bad guys, and they kept killing them. Like, 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 there's no lens through which we could be viewed as even anti-heroes, because even anti-heroes are part hero. Like, we're we're like are you saying that we just, maybe? Are you suggesting that we just? Just drop this as it lies. You know what? This is the great thing about being a shadow runner. Do you think Banksy like dwells on? Was like, oh, I spray painted that rat wrong. I should stop being Banksy. He he gets up and he tries again. You know, like we just move on and we hope that this doesn't show up on our LinkedIn. <laughs> so you just want to start from scratch, new new Johnson, new new, new shadow run. Well, we have to. These people aren't going to pay us for anything right. else, are they? Should we, should we not look for this car? Because I have a photographic memory, apparently. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what happened before this. Ah, shit. Well, we, maybe, we, I'm, we, maybe I'm doing we, it wrong We did a job, and the guy was supposed to pay us, and instead of, instead of money in the briefcase, he just, it was a, a transponder that brought a bunch of ghouls to kill us, so he just completely hosed us and tried to whack us. And uh, I'm saying there's no harm in me sending out my bird to see what we see, but we can... We can if you want to start looking for like a clean slate, I'm I'm with that too. But there's also the possibility of revenge. <laughs> oh yeah, I don't think we've seen the last of that asshole. I mean, no, he means us <laughs> taking revenge. I mean, we could just go on a killing spree at this point. Who cares? <laughs> because, but, well, because that doesn't pay anything. That's my oh, point. Man. Is that we're supposed to be at worst mercenaries, and at best maybe a dark version of a hero in an unlikely context. What we what we have done on this shadow run is like. It's it's like we're some strange um, uh, drunk animal that just <laughs> and, and we've we've hurt people and ourselves and we've made less money than we could have made and we've 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 cost everyone their lives and we're standing here in the street exhausted almost dead with a ghoul magnet 
We just, you gotta let the glow magnet thing go, man. Well, this yeah. is no, it burns. It fucking hurts, man. Because the whole time I was thinking, just get that suitcase full of money, and it's a fucking ghoul magnet. Like I feel it's my fault. I feel like a piece of shit. I feel like a bad shadow runner. But you have to be able to do, like, as he, as she said, let let these things go. If you want to cut bait, then uh, emotionally you must cut bait as well. This is, of course, a world of shadows and and running and and, <laughs> and chaos. And, and half- the boundaries are imaginary or often constructed. And you again, you must, you know, do two things at once and do nothing at the same time. Okay, how about this? Just sort of attacking and then not carrying too much water with you. You know, let's go forward if you're going to go forward. Otherwise, we turn tail, we find this guy using uh, what tools we have necessary, find him and blast his fucking head off. And the currency, the currency, the currency I might suggest uh, is the satisfaction of revenge. Blood is uh, tasty when, when drunk and quenches thirst for years and years. And then you go forward and then you make money. If possible. Okay, but Cordegard, can I trust you to remind me why we're getting revenge? Uh, like, because it seems like almost we're, we're the only ones that did anything wrong. Okay, but if what I'm saying is if you're okay, well, first of all, uh, a deal is a deal unless a deal has not happened. If right, we want our money. Deal, we want we our want money. money. We want our fucking money. We want our fucking money. Here's what the I say. You know what? You know what? I'm, 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 I'm pissed about this. I'm going to send my little bird out. When we find him, I'm going to actually project, track that dude down. I'm going to summon the biggest... Orca in the world just smash the whole fucking car. It's just like the 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 the, the, the speech. The, no, the the mainstay speech of the old the old 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 high women, uh, or also adamant, which is your money or your life. You know. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Horde- Hordegard's got a point. I'm with Hordegard. And if you have a photographic memory, Dr. for Friend. Christ's sake, yeah, no, no, use no. it in three can, dimensions. Spin the car around. Find the license plate. My photographic memory. I mean, you have it. I'd like to talk to the other gay shadow runner, Dr. Friend. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> I just want to tell everyone that if your parents have had a transvaginal mesh situation, <laughs> if there are attorneys now that you can contact, and several attorneys now that specialize in transvaginal mesh detachments. What is that? What is that? What are you saying? What is that? It's, I guess it's something so that your organs don't fall out of your uh, vagina. And apparently what they're making this mesh out of... Is, is that something what I should be concerned about? And not yet, uh, but at some point. Cliffhanger! <laughs> the, cl- the cliffhanger is, is Callie's 40th birthday? I don't know what... <laughs> 45th. Let's thank Callie Kazoo for coming up here. Go check out our new record. Demarge Brown, Spencer Crittenden, Horatio Sands. What a treat, Horatio. Thank you so much. Go check out his show, The Horay Show, and maybe one day he'll be on Feral. I'm Jeff Davis. One more time for your mayor, Mr. Dan Harmon.
Hello, beautiful. I'm Amy Errett, founder of Madison Reed, a hair color company I named after my daughter. One of the things I value most in life is time. Time to spend with my daughter, time to spend with family, and the time I put into my company that's reinventing the way women color their hair. The busiest, most successful women I know use Madison Reed, the amazing hair color hack. In under an hour and for less than $25, Madison Reed delivers gorgeous, shiny, multi-dimensional, healthy-looking hair with an ammonia-free formula. You'll look like you just came from a salon, but the reality is you have more me time to do what you love. Things get busy. Let us take care of you and your hair. Find your perfect shade at madison-reed.com and get 10% off plus free shipping on your first color kit. Use code NEW. That's code NEW. Try it. Love it. That's the beauty of Madison Reed. <laughs> 